Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast episode 22 I think Yes, it will be 22, that's the one that it is now um, <laughs> I'm going to play Prickle Patch Hollow again because it's good um, Today we're talking about loads of stuff, news in Guild Wars 2 We have a couple of different guests today as well to so get some different points of view going across for the things and stuff Um... And yeah, there's loads of stuff. I hope everyone is alright in chat and you're having a good day wherever you are in the world. You will see our faces now. And if you are on audio, you will not see our faces ever. You will only be able to see our faces if you come and have a look at the video on YouTube or Twitch. Or live on a Friday afternoon Pacific, 12pm-ish. That's when it kind of starts anyway. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> that was a noise. Okay, so mute that real quick. There we go. Some older cycles. It's it's a constant in my life. Yes, it is. Okay, so hello. We have Lorana E Angry Zorik and we have Kruf today who's come back as well. All have been on the show before. We haven't seen Lara and we have not seen Zorik for a while. So how are we doing? Are we all good, people? I'm gonna I'll go we'll do a little intro. How about that? How about that? Laura, hello, how are you? Are you good? I am pretty good. Um I actually had a not so great week. Um I, I had a massive oh. migraine, but I mostly recovered and I'm just very glad to be here again. It's been awesome. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Welcome Damn. back. It's Thank good. you. Having headaches is bad. What do you do? Where do you do it? Where can we find you? What times? Um, I, I do streamy stream stuff over at twitch.tv slash Uh Mostly Guild 2 stuff, but variety stuff too. Uh, and you can also find me on YouTube. And apart from that, I think I'm very boring. I don't do TikTok or, or any of those like those, those, those Zoomer things. I, I'm, I'm very boring. The Only Zoomer things? <laughs> yeah. I'm a What's Zoomer. The- I don't know what crew things. I don't know what a zoomer is. I'm still confused about all the phrases. Now. It's Gen Z, but boomer, but you put a Z in it. I know, it's revolutionary. Proof knows. Okay. People really reach top shelf for that one. It's because I'm a millennial. I don't know. I'm just about a millennial. I'm one of the first millennials. I'm one of the first of the generation that's completely, completely screwed. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I even more so. Nah, you're fine. I will you're be sponsored by DX Racer now. <laughs> I buy DX Racer now, and you can contribute to the global population decrease. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are DX Racer doing? Jesus. Did they sign off on that? I don't think so. Is, I'm going to get kicked. Is that the slogan? <laughs> I'm going to get kicked no. just for that comment. We're going like, to need you to return all that, please. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt, the, the free armbands in the, in the, in the bag. The tote bag. bag. Oh, the bag. So good. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Laura. This has started really well. Zorik, angry Zorik, how you doing, my friend? Are you good? I'm doing all right, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. No migraines? Uh, I'm lucky. I've, I've never had a migraine. I've had headaches. Oh, uh, never had a migraine. Relax. I have arthritis. I suck. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't get away. Fun. Don't yeah, have, okay. I don't have the brain pain. I just have everything else is going to hurt every the aches, once in a while. The aches of the body. That's exactly who doesn't, I guess, in this day and age. Yeah, I've got really achy knees today. The weather's changed, you see. A bit wind in the air. Knees are getting yeah. all achy. You know, there's a storm coming. Oh, 
<laughs> you know that old adage. Anyway, I'm really I think old. It's currently raining. It is probably. It it's mean, about to rain here. That's what I'm talking mean about. Girls reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, chat live. Where are your aches and pains? Tell us while we talk to uh, Angry Zork about what oh the, what they do, where they do it. <laughs> Um, what times do you stream? Do you YouTube? What do you do, Zork? Yeah, I do it all. Um, oh, but mostly Instagram. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, nah, I'm Instagram on Twitch, Reels. YouTube. Yeah. I, I'm supposed to be posting edited videos, but I'm weak. And uh, I do live over there. I do live here on Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter. All that. So I do. I, I play the games. Randomizers, Guild Wars 2, that kind of stuff. Angry Zorik, go and follow. Do it now. Okay. Kroof is back and returning. Are you well? I don't know what you mean. I've never been here before. I am in a new land and I feel very uncomfortable. But you know what? You gotta be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And I'm doing very, very well, other than an achy heart. But not because I was broken up with, but because I have a pulmonary embolism. But thank you, everyone, and for being here. And thank you for... uh, Thank you so much for inviting me back. Um, I don't know when the next time I will be back, because I don't know when I'm going to get invited back, so I'm going to take these chances, but thank you so much, Jebro. <laughs> okay. You say that every week, I think. Every week, like, every week. It's customary. Just keep inviting you back just in case, and then exactly. just so you can be like, oh, yeah. Precisely. Yeah, but gonna I'm Kruv. I do a lot of YouTube stuff. I do some Twitter memes, and I stream here on Twitch three times a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And uh, a lot of good YouTube, I don't want to say good, but a lot of YouTube videos on the YouTube. Your YouTube's doing good. It's doing good. It's doing good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Awesome. Welcome back, everyone. Okay. First of all, ta-da, living world. So basically, what we're going to talk about is um, on this episode specifically, I know last, uh, if you heard the Lightbringers podcast episode the last episode we did is not on audio um which actually maybe i should have done thinking about it talking about the beta specs but maybe i'll put that on there anyway um we did a playthrough of like the elite specs and we talked about it. that's all on youtube and everything else this week we're talking about the news there's loads of stuff out this week there's like living story coming back ninth anniversary roadmap for guild wars 2 until pretty much february Loads of preview stuff, alliances, uh, direct tech stuff, skips and fishing, and then at the end we're going to kind of talk. Very, might talk a little bit about the uh, elite specs if we get to them. If we get to them, because that could be a long time to talk about stuff. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the first thing, which is going to be. I mean, I don't know how much we need to really talk about this specifically, but. For a solid 45 minutes. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Season 4 coming back. Um, as well, obviously, well, I mean, continuing to come back. Are you all enjoying these Dragon Season achievements and stuff? Fun times? Good achievements? Yes. Sarah? Yes, 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 yes. Why are you enjoying uh, them? I've been having a total blast with these. It's just like something to do every week, you know? It's like a reason to log in. Um, and the Season 4 one, uh, the one which they did for Daybreak, it's actually bigger than the ones they've done before it's got like uh, bounties in there there's renown mm. hearts there's like a bunch more achievements than the last couple ones i've been having a total blast doing it it, it even took me like two evenings this time instead of just one um 
It's just nice. Just like content to do each week. Totally agree. I think the this one in particular, there because there is so much more, it feels like I can log in to Guild Wars 2 at least for two, maybe three days and actually like achieve something that is progressing to a legendary amulet. And it just mm. keeps people in those maps a little bit longer just in case if people can't play on the Tuesday. Maybe they they have more free time Wednesday, Thursday. So there's going to be just more people in those maps for a little bit longer. But it's been very enjoyable this time around. Because, I mean, what happened to me too, I was like, I did the story one evening. And then the very next one, I started doing the open world stuff. So there was, there was a decent amount for this episode. And I hope it continues with the other episodes as well. Cool. Zorak, you're enjoying it as well? For the most part, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Going back, doing it, the story and all that stuff is fun to just refresh. And then, you know, the achievements, they're a bit of a chore to a vet like me. But, like, same time, legendary amulet, free achievement points. free. There's just a bunch of loot in there. Strange, strange. And then I'm spending that time finally going back, getting those achievements I didn't get. It's a great time to go and, uh, you know, get stuff you didn't get done back in the day now or... You know, if you're trying to get your Sky Scale, especially, you know, Season 4, get that currency, oh, yeah. get all that stuff done. So, been That's helping true. people with that a little bit. It's, yeah, it's been fun. It's a great thing that they're doing. Okay. I'm going to get a plasma weapon, cash, if you want skins. I accidentally oh. selected the wrong skin. I wanted the staff, oh. and I selected the sword after literally bashing the sword and how I don't like it, and it looks weird. Oh, no. So, it was... It Universal karma. It was, it was the game telling me, no, and there was nothing I could do at that point. So that was a bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> that sort chose you, you know. That sort of like, yes. Maybe I'll have to use it now. Maybe I'll just have to get used to it. I I like the maps actually. Like these maps in season four are okay. It was nice to just kind of go back and just adventure around i was trying to find the stream where i did it but there's too much pvp going on in that stream while i'm t- <laughs> i was just going around <laughs> i was just going around like basically because i was just because i always do so what i've done is i've stopped i've not done the story instances and i just do the like doing the mining and the um gathering on stream while i'm pvping so i do those sections of each map and then i'm going to go do the whole story in one go like the rest, well, not the whole story, but like those episodes, even though it's going to be very broken up anyway, because it's not, you know, it's not every episode. Um, just because, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like You've sometimes chosen the way. There was, some, there was some of those episodes where I'm like, oh, it wasn't that fun. And um, season was pretty strong in general. So I'm, I'm happy to play this one. Mm-hmm. I'm a, very interested to see how season five will feel. Or the Ice Boot Saga. Mm. Or what yeah, they're gonna it's, do? It's, uh, it's, Ooh, been, it's been interesting, like playing like all f- seasons like in a row, in a sense, uh, and really noticing like how season two and then season three was a lot better than season two in my opinion, and now season four feels even better than season three. It's, it's kind of interesting to see like the quality just kind of like get gets higher and higher and higher as, as we play for all of these episodes. Krakatoric like was really awesome. Yeah, like that whole thing, like sitting on the back of them, and like you know, all that was like epic. And then mm-hmm. we know what happened. Um, <laughs> and like, I mean, I I actually enjoyed it. I still to this, I'm like, I'm still. I remember when Lara was on, we were talking about this, and we were talking about like you know, the, I remember, I still remember Lara talking about the bubbles coming out. Um, and 
<laughs> I remember that being a thing. And um and and I actually I actually enjoyed it, but like I think yeah, I think going back is playing them right next to each other, like going to the maps and stuff, it might be like you say, it might be interesting to kind of have that comparison, which would be cool. Um and thinking about all the things is there anything else anyone wants to mention about that? Like just dragons, the whole the whole reward system and everything else. I mean, it's pretty good, right? You can get a big fade two slot bag. You can yeah, get the next one. I think it is. It might be. I can't remember. Let me have a look at it again. It's got inventory. Also, there are gem store sales. <laughs> there is gem store sale. <laughs> Best Buy in in America at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, around this date. If, around like now, but that might might not be lasting for that much longer. Um, where is it? Let me see. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at the rewards specifically. But there's good rewards. It's worth it. Go do the stuff. It's free. They do it. You just got to play the game. Play the game. Get the rewards. The rewards are good. Get the legendary trinket. Uh, amulet, sorry. It's the trinket. It's all good. Okay, so. That's good. And then we're going to go to the big whammy. And this is where everyone in Twitch chat can also give their opinions. And you can always give your opinions anyway. It was the ninth anniversary of Guild Wars 2 this week. <sighs> Literally on the 25th, which is two days ago, which was the day of release, and a couple of days before that was obviously head start, so some of us got our birthday gifts before. I opened mine on stream and I made a video, because I was like, every single time this happens, I'm going to stream and I'm going to... Well, I actually didn't realise some um, really um, awesome mod let me know that the gifts were out and I was like, oh, video! And it was like, yep, this this is going to get blown up completely. And people lost their crap. <laughs> and people <laughs> went absolutely out of their minds on this thing. Yeah. I was just like, so so why what, why did everyone go completely completely the way they did crew about this know. you don't know why i want to ask the general public just because it's like it, it, i feel oh. birthday gifts are such a minor aspect to yeah. any game really it's not like the major content anyone is like on the edge of their seat for but i think just historically they've given you pretty good stuff mm -hmm. that this is in terms of the things that you do get, it is a slight drop-off, but I felt like the reaction, particularly on certain sites like Reddit, was so, like, oh, illogically, <laughs> illogically, like, loud and yeah. almost flashy. It, it, was, it was very strange. And I think it's fine if, if you say that you didn't really like this birthday, but I felt like it kind of became something more than that. And I was like, it's a birthday gift. Like, you get yeah, some guys. It felt like such an important thing all of a sudden, like... I, I know I've I've always felt like they were kind of boring, just like you know, like fun tiny things. Yeah. Um, one thing which I saw a lot of people talk about was how previously you would get the die kits on every single character, and this year you just only got one die kit like for your entire account. Uh, I I never cared too much about the die kits myself. I can imagine someone who was really excited about the die kits being disappointed, but uh, apart from that. I, I I was uh, kind of surprised to see the reaction as well. Yeah, ah. it's, it's, it's free stuff, is it not? It's just free stuff, and people like I don't know. I understand the title outrage. I get it. Two committed titles, but maybe Anet didn't think you were committed enough. Maybe that was yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna change it, which they always do. They they fix these things. It just takes time, but like overall. 
I mean, I, I, I think this just sort of shows how spoiled we've been in Guild Wars 2 when it comes to rewards, that when we do get a reward that doesn't meet expectations, a lot of the community sort of bashes Anet for not taking it to the next level. But I, I remind people that if you're like me and you have a lot of characters, when they're hitting their nine-year birthday, they're getting two birthday boosters, they're getting 5,000 karma, they're getting 20 spirit shards, they're, get, they're getting stuff, two black line statuettes, I can't remember, five teleport to friends. So I have five characters hit nine years old, so that's 10 birthday boosters, 25 teleports to friends, 100 spirit shards. Oh, you made right? that many characters at the same time? Yeah, I made my first I five I in like the first 10 minutes. On that early <laughs> start, I was like, Smart. I had it all, Jebro. I had the notebook, I had the names, the class, Damn. everything. So as soon as the game launched, I was like making the characters. I was messing around in the betas to see like how I can make them look and stuff. No, you don't understand you the devotion knew. that went into those five characters. And then I never <laughs> played four of them again. I knew we'd be getting weapons and armor. <laughs> it's like the opposite of MMO inks. <laughs> I don't delete those characters ever, oh, yeah. even if. Sadly, I have to wait another year because my very first account, I forgot all of the credentials and information. So I'm a year behind, technically, but. Crew. Very sad. I've been playing since oh, the wait, latest, wait. but I had to start. So over. does this mean you are gonna get like super upset next year, like because? A very interesting point because it's like it doesn't affect me right now. So I also didn't have that like experience of getting it and being disappointed. I felt like because I have to wait another year that I, I let everyone else react, and then I couldn't inform myself. But you can guarantee that next year. You will see Reddit posts from me. You will see. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Back, back in my day, I saw Noxie say it, but back in my day in Guild Wars One, you got one RNG mini. Okay, that's all you got. And these kids today, they're out there going, oh, "I got the same title twice with all this other stuff." They're like, "Look at my things. It's not big enough." But, you know, in Good Wars 1, you could get the same mini on three characters with the same birthday, and you would just been like, I can sell them to someone, I'm sure. Then you go out there and you'd be like, 500G for this thing. Okay, 500G back in my day wasn't 500G today. I don't... Inflation. Platinum was worth something back in my day. Okay. So, yeah, 500 gold now. Definitely different. <laughs> um... I want a quag and Sechi for ten years. So what do we think? Why do we're I feel get so old? Years? I'm older than you. Yeah, but I feel old. You made me feel old before we started. I think that's what happened. <laughs> so in light of this, do we? I mean, next year will be ten, right? Yep. So there's, of course, I have my own ideas, but like, ten oh. is a pretty big milestone. Do you think they would go something a bit bigger for ten, and what would that be? That was my question you... about. Oh, that was going to be my question. <laughs> well, okay, oh, Chris is now the host. Chris is now the host, so let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if that was on the docket. I did not read the docket. <laughs> Coop has now been here so many times. It's our Coop show. Jebra and I, we just have the we have the link. Oh, no, can, no, I, no, 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 I that's retract it. the statement. Oh, okay. You can. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, what, what is there any particular item that you'd want to see for 10 years? 
Uh, I I don't even I can't even really come up with something that is like both just kind of fun <sighs> and not just not just kind of giving everyone a hundred gold or something. <laughs> I know. I think I. I might be a bit rough for the game. I think I would be more excited about seeing them do like some cool event or something than the actual like birthday gifts. Um, seeing them do like uh, you know, I think they've done like anniversary live streams in the past. Um, where they would get like a bunch of developers on and and talk about stuff. Um, I think last year they actually gave us the first End of Dragons trailer in their anniversary live stream. Um, I would just like to see them do something like that and just do a bunch of developer interviews, tell some anecdotes and stuff. Uh, just just so kind cool. of celebrate it. I don't care, care too much about like which items we get in the game, I guess. I guess for me, I, I was kind of thinking like probably the best situation in terms of granting an item to players would probably be like a, a mount selection where they make like uh like one mount skin and then over the years you collect the others for like a, right. year 11 year 12 that could be pretty epic if they do like a full like birthday mount pack yeah it, it would kind of it would show status that like i have a cake on the veterans. head or something yeah a cake on the head <laughs> <laughs> the, the raptor it's just like an ice cream cone did they do an armor set before or did they, i mean it's just always been weapons right i guess they did an armor and a weapon they did they did an armor set yeah and they did a, a rock chair thing which was the um was was the five who was the fifth year anniversary box let's have a let's, let's have a look see what see what they got for that Dolphies to the rescue there. Um, luminous, luminous weapons, dies, uh, birthday boosters, experience scroll, relentless title. Relentless title? Interesting. A backpack and weapon pack combo. So you didn't get the backpack this... Is it because there's already been that many and you can only... You can, yeah, okay. Uh, right, so you should have all the backpacks by this point. Yeah. Kinda. That's interesting that they didn't do that then. They didn't replace the backpack, but they did essentially because they gave you a free cloak that was on the on the Black Lion chest or the Black Lion chest or the Black Lion chest, the Black Lion trading company. So that was good, but that was for everyone, right? That wasn't for like just nine years. That was just for everyone. That was quite cool. I thought. Yeah, and honestly, I think I kind of prefer that um, because we gotta keep in mind that we're looking at like nine years. So let's say they would have put the cloak in the birthday gifts, right? Yeah. Someone who just starts playing the game and thinks like, whoa, that's such a cool cloak. And then they go on the wiki and it's like, oh, I, you have to wait nine years until <laughs> you get it. Talk about time-gated rewards. <laughs> yeah, it's worth, it's worth the wait. Is it, is it worth the wait? I mean, I don't know. I, I can't like the cloak. It's a good free cloak for free. It was like, yeah, it's got two on it. It's a Guild Wars 2 logo. I like it. I would, you know, I would Me like too. to have. I would like to have a home instance where I can hang it on the wall. But you know, that's not going to be there, is it? Or uh, a guild hall. Next expansion. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still hoping. I want, I want that housing. I want that. I want that housing. Damn it! I really do. <laughs> I mean, hey, there's a whole stretch of Kining City. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of houses there. Yeah, hopefully. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully they're still there, depending on what's happened. We don't know. We don't know yet. Um, I didn't mind their birthday. I think it was... My video got, like, a lot of 
people started disliking my video because they disliked the birthday gifts. And I was like, <laughs> really? Like, why do you do that? Like, it's not my fault. And like, I just made a video about it. Calm down. Like, really? Oh, yeah, thanks for that very much. And I was just like, I, I just wrote underneath the video. I was like, I feel like people are just disliking this because I don't like the birthday gifts. I'm just telling you I'm, what happened. I'm going to go like your video now. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Oh, Everyone like vomit. Yeah. Like what? Um, it was just it was just live as we got it, and I was like, I I think I was just like I didn't say anything bad. I was just like you know, this is kind of a people's thing. reaction can be quite strange at times when it comes to free That's stuff yeah. and birthdays. Um, yeah, this was, it was a weird moment for me. I I liked the uh, the little birthday cakes cool because there was a birthday gun kind of thing as well in the first year do you remember that the birthday mortar kit yes. or whatever it's called you birthday blaster birthday blaster that's the one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this year they gave us the feast which is reusable a lot of people don't know that but you can put a feast down and it just sticks there celestial stats yeah, yeah it's still not as good as you know the food you want to eat but if you have you're leveling a character or something just pop that down yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little bland in terms of the taste. They didn't put a lot of sweetener in that. Yeah. Uh, artificial sweetener. Do you prefer the birthday blaster cake? Yeah, that one I has a little bit more zest to it. It's got a little cool, bit more vanilla. They put a little bit more frosting on it, you know? It was a little bit, bit more, more moist. Like, I don't know, gunpowder mix with that. Gunpowder. Maxi yeah. in the face. Yeah. yeah. This is now a cake baking podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah. We're now, it's now cake boss. We are cake boss. <laughs> the dyes were extreme as well. Actually, the dyes were pretty cool. I like the dyes. The extremities of the colors, like bubble gum and all that, are quite bright. Luminescent. Wait. It doesn't have nine candles? The cake doesn't have nine candles? How many does it have? Uninstall. Never mind, I take it all back. This is a tragedy. The reality. Why did they even send it out? I don't want another birthday. I'm done. There was also it has five. <laughs> oh. Hey, adding four extra candles would do a, a large strain on your GPU, okay? <laughs> oh, GX 11's coming. <laughs> There's zero excuses. Oh, Literally unplayable. Yeah, we yeah. could only give you seven and a half candles. <laughs> that was just too much for that entire player, player base. Um, they also <laughs> gave us the also gave, anyway. They also gave us these numbers. So nine years of Guild Wars Two uh, has a legendary history and a bright future thanks to our global community of players who created over sixteen million accounts to celebrate. We've put together an infographic with some of the our favorite facts about our adventures so far. This is quite cool. Um, so, like, 16 million Guild Wars 2 accounts. You've ventured, like, together for over... That's a lot of hours. Um, like, how many achievements? There's just so much. Oh, my God. How much money has been raised for Extra Life? That's good to know. Like, $381,000. Um, that's a lot of money. There's some interesting, you know, like, uh, Slash GG used... 60 million times in raids, fractals of the mists, and strike missions. Loads of fun. So that was kind of fun to see. A little extra fun thing, you know. That's all good to know. 
That's good. Some concept art in the background that we haven't really yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah, so there was. Shining City. Did nice. you see the, the G8 Funk concept art in the background? Yes, yes. It's actually very exciting. And then there was this. I want to go raving in Cantha. Yeah, Maybe the, the the silhouettes, right? Mm -hmm. People are thinking this is a little tease into the next character, or one is one of the elite specializations. What what could that be? It's the great sword, right? Isn't it? It looks like the great sword from um, the Char. It looks one. like a great sword, and it look. Oh, it does. I've seen people say it looks like Ryland's. Yep. It's really only. The oh yeah, I heard people say that too. Yeah. I don't really see it personally. I can understand it because the, the serrated spikes, but this looks like heavy armor, great sword. I don't know if it is an elite spec. I kind of hope that it's not because I feel like they would just showcase the elite spec silhouette if they were going to do that, kind of. I don't think it's meant to be like that one, but maybe like one even before that. So there's even less like, even less like, I don't know. I mean, it could I think be they're intentionally put it there. I think oh, it's yeah, just it intentional. too intentionally where they're like, we we need to like put another tease here. I, I I think it is like an intentional elite spec tease. I think it's revenant. Yeah. I just hope it's not the official art. Oh yeah, as long I, as, I actually as, agree. As long as it's yeah. not, as long as it's more just like a, I can oh, see yeah, like a yeah, tease yeah. in terms of leading people into that. Like, oh, there's a mysterious uh, thing. It was intentional, but. It would kind of be like, oh, we already saw this. So I want at least the artwork to have a different positioning, a different stance, something, oh, whatever yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 No, I don't I think agree. that's what that is. I think that's just literally a silhouette for the sake of it being there, really. And it fits the kind of area, I guess, of the... If you, and if you listen to this audibly, maybe go and look at the VOD. But there's, we're looking at this, um, where they give us all these numbers. At the bottom, there's like this silhouette of a character kind of kneeling down with a great sword, like stuck in the ground it looks like they're kind of you know pledging themselves i guess in a way it could even be it could just be a will bender you know doing that doing that with a great know. sword could be. yeah could i mean be. as we saw it was better to use a great sword so <laughs> yeah, it's, true. <laughs> it's true um so yeah not too bad not too bad that was all right that was quite nice favorite mounts and stuff like that in those numbers there i love that they put the 99.9 percent .9 uptime for the yeah. service yeah, that's a good one. That is pretty ridiculous. There's not many MMOs that don't have don't have zero doubt like downtime, pretty much. Well, almost or ninety nine point nine percent uptime. Sorry, <laughs> which is kind I'm of ridiculous, actually. Trying to think of the longest rollback we've had, but I think that there was an eleven hour one. I remember what they did with the EU stuff and how long that took, but that was a while. I think that was but a that world was v world one, wasn't there? Ages ago. I can't remember, but yeah, but you can remember them. That's the thing. Like in other exactly. MMOs, happens so often. Like you're like, uh, yeah, it was sometime thing. around here, but a server maintenance is a weekly thing for most games. Yeah, in all honesty, it's a big thing. Okay, well, there we go. And then da, 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 the big thing. We have a an awesome, an epic, an amazing thing that is good to have and see a roadmap for Guild Wars 2 until February, which is when the End of Dragons Elite Specialization, Elite Specialization, well, 
the elite specialization pack is coming True. up that's pretty much what i look at it that's pretty much how i see it um i'm just trying to find the screen so i can chuck it up but literally fallen winter of 2021 which is like literally pretty much half a year the next half year is all planned out for us that is pretty cool um uh how useful are roadmaps to all of you like i mean laura when you're thinking about you know the game and what you want to know and the news and the future especially like knowing the expansion has been put back to like february is it how important is this i i think usually i don't even care that much about roadmaps um but usually like we kind of know sort of the cadence of the studio right Mm -hmm. like we kind of know like oh every three months or so there's living world episodes um usually we kind of know what's happening but i think in sort of like almost like a drought period like this where we're just kind of waiting for the expansion i think this is so important um because they're just like showing us that it's going to be worth playing this game uh, for the next six months and that there's going to be worthwhile stuff to do and that there's going to be exciting features to test out um, I think this is such an important thing to just keep the community happy and like keep them around till the expansion comes out. Um, and I also think they just did generally like a fantastic job with this one. It feels like they really tried to to look at like all the different kinds of players that we've got in this game, and they really went like, we want to put something in there for everyone. You're a PvP player, we're gonna give you some uh, some events and some elite spec stuff uh you're a world field player we're gonna give you um alliance beta um you are a uh pve player we're gonna give you living world stuff that comes back um i just i just get good vibes from this page it's good nice okay cool sorry yeah. you got like of crib sorry crib who wants to go first how do you feel about it good you gonna rock paper scissors <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot there's a delay um i mean echoing everything lara said i mean communication has been something that the guild wars 2 community has been very vocal about Mm -hmm. and there's been times when it hasn't necessarily been as strong but of course with their reoccurring statements from the developers saying that they're going to be in touch with the community they're going to be more outspoken and up to date and keeping people up to date. This roadmap, the, these roadmaps have been very consistent. Uh, we got them earlier this year, even last year, we got roadmaps as well. And they haven't really fallen off. So it's great that they're continuing this as well. Um, this is also just a great thing to keep people up to date. Of course, I've seen a couple people make calendars for these events just to have like it planned out a bit more organized. And it's just, it's good information communication for the sake of communication can be very important even if these things aren't necessarily new they're just more so giving us the dates for these things that they've said they will be testing so overall really really good to have a time frame cool zark yeah i don't use roadmaps very well um it's good to know days and things like that and that kind of stuff but i think this is more for the rest of the community those who have gotten used to it from other mmos other companies being like well this is what we're doing the next six months uh it's good to see arena net get really in tune with this and what we're looking forward to especially explain the start and stop of things and that kind of stuff in the post 
but the save the date stuff is what I was looking for. You know, alliance testing and DirectX 11 and that kind of stuff. That's what I wanted to know. And it's so great that they're telling us they're telling us now. So, you know, I can tell my family, like, leave me alone because I'm going to be in a room. I'm going to be busy. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But in all seriousness, uh, it's really great that they are telling us right, pretty much right up to the expansion. They went as far as the Lunar New Year for January 25th of of next year. Yeah. Um, so it's it's good to see they're taking us right up to the expansion. The only thing I don't think we're going to see on the roadmap, though, is like how they're going to present things and that kind of stuff, because I don't think you could plan that. And I'm more of like, you get tell me a week before it starts kind of guys. So it's really good to see that. Like the, like, you know, September 10th, they have the fishing, the fishing mm-hmm. stuff going on kind of thing. Well, that's not going to be on there, but we get to hear about that. So they're still, we're still excited. We're still excited about, you know, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, we can plan other things and be like, yeah, I want to be on that beta weekend on September 21st or whatever it is, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So people, People can look forward to that when they want to look forward to it, because we all know there's other MMOs and other games coming out. We're going to be flooded, and if there's too much content, we have to decide what we're going to play at that time and things like that. So with ADAT doing this, it's just giving the... It's sort of just relieving the stress of what's to come, and you can sort of just sit back and look look at a calendar now and just be like, yeah, I, I want to do that, or yeah, I know that's coming, but I'd rather play this or whatever. Um, that's what's just great about Guild Wars 2. So, yeah. That's a good point, actually. And you say, you know, about other MMOs and, and other MMOs coming out and releasing and other stuff. I actually think this is a really... I still think that even even though there is there is a lot of work for them to do and they've got loads of stuff to do on, on End of Dragons, I'm sure that they know this, obviously. But, like, you know, well, obviously they um, <laughs> But, like... I feel I feel like part of the decision is because there is a lot, a lot coming out as well. I think like that's a tiny little bonus thing to it. I don't think that's the major reason why they've delayed it. But you know, you've got New World, you've got Elion, you've got um, what else? There's some other big ones. Final Fantasy fourteen expansion. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big one. The, there's another one coming out. There's all sorts of stuff. Uh, 101 update number 500. <laughs> Isn't Lost Ark also coming out? Yeah, Lost Ark. That's the one. Lost Ark is coming yeah. out at the same time as New World, pretty much, which makes no sense. Um, <laughs> which is like... It's actually not coming out where I live, which is very sad. Mm. I'm looking forward to uh, it. Is like this. It's it's odd, and this is a. I don't know if this is a separate podcast I'm going to have, but like I'm just we were talking about how like you know the influx of MMOs, and I was talking about this the other day on stream, and how like you know it feels like with all live service games like Destiny Two. I mean, Destiny Two is kind of like an MMORPG now, to be fair, anyway. But like all these live service games, like Division Two and Division and. Um, like all these other games are just out now like even just mobile games and stuff where you can be online with other people has just sold MMOs like it's actually just been the, like this thing where MMORPGs used to be this whole separate other service which people just didn't touch and now like it's a very familiar thing to everyone because it's just online and it's like this live service where now everyone is like oh this thing's been around for so long but I can actually do a lot of shit in this game I can actually do a lot of stuff. Like, I can't just, like, build a clan, you know, on, you know, 
clash of clans on my cell phone with loads of other people in pvp i can actually you know go in dungeon and like explore a world and do all this stuff and i might not even need to pay as much money as i do on those games do you know what i mean so it's like exactly. I, it's weird that how this circle has kind of come around from rpgs and guild wars 2 especially as well as obviously we saw final fantasy 14 and the wow exodus because of you know obviously everything that's going on with activision blizzard um and most people going to final fantasy 14 because it's kind of the closer game to world of warcraft which makes sense um there's all obviously arguments and opinions about whether or not which one's better you know guild wars 2 or final fantasy but they're very different and they're you know we all all got our preferences um but you know i think there has been a massive i mean if in the guild wars 2 directory right now in twitch there's four thousand people yeah, I, mean, I know Teapot gets a lot, first. but like Teapot is not always number one in, in the directory anymore. And that's actually like. The king has been dethroned. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But more like, you know, there's, there's, there's streamers who from like the World of Warcraft community and other communities where like, and there's like different people on there. You know, there's Solo Frag on there now as well. There's like. Um, what is it, uh, Luxfoss, um, you know, even, like, streamers who didn't get a massive viewership before, and, like, there's just people around in the directory now, like, yeah, just just in there, just hanging out, just enjoying enjoying everything else. So, like, how are you feeling, how is everyone feeling about the influx of players? Have you seen, like, you know, lots of new players walking around, or is there a lot of people kind of watching Guild Wars 2 to check it out and be like, oh, yeah, what's this about? Like, is, I- how are you feeling about that? I think that's it. I think there's a lot of people hearing about the game finally. I remember when Summit, you know, did it, he had 35,000 viewers. When he did other MMOs, he wasn't getting those numbers. Mm -hmm. So Guild Wars 2 is this sleeper MMO that when someone finally joins the community, there's a lot of eyes on it. They're like, what is this? Where where has this been? And I think that's still happening now. and, and I think the big reason is is because Guild Wars 2 isn't really in your face with the advertising, which a lot of people push for, but it sort of made this silent community um, that's there all the time. And when, pe- like, a lot of people have called this a dead game and things like that in the past, but the thing is, we're a very quiet community when we're quiet, but when ANET starts speaking up like they have this year, it gains traction and it starts to just roll and they don't have to go put things up on billboards or throw commercials or advertisements up on Twitch. Yeah. yeah, And once they start, (laughs) (laughs) once they, once they start, uh, talking, the more the devs talk, the more Guild Wars 2 ANET talks in general. Um, yeah, the content creators start talking, other people, other content creators start joining in, like, what is this game? And then the next thing you know, mm. you have this entire influx of new, either new players or players who tried it at the beginning or tried it around HOT, but I've seen a lot of players coming back to the game uh, that have played, they just, you know, they haven't been here for five years, they haven't been here for, you know, a long time, and now they're coming back and like, wow, this game's really different now, and I'd be like, yeah, there's been a lot of work put into it, a lot of work is coming, and so, yeah, and I can see it almost on everyone's numbers, that their numbers have been going up, uh, so it's really good to see those people not just go to the most popular place, but look around and, <laughs> and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. 
I was, I was just like, I just want to put it off people who may Why? not have seen it. I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, just in case people so hadn't seen cringy. it. I don't know oh. why they did this. It was, <laughs> very it, was it was an idea. It was definitely a choice. What did they do? Yeah, I, I can't I kind remember. of want them to do it again. Just for the memes. Just, I wouldn't yeah. to do it again. I honestly like... need to. I've been thinking like, should I go out on the street and like <laughs> Guild Wars 2 and like go up to random people and like hand them a flyer. Ask them to that. say the pledge, just like in the taxi commercial. The pledge. All you have to do is slash your, your hand and then put your blood in this jar. It's very minor. Oh my god, what? No I, st I still don't get what the idea was behind this. <laughs> I, think I don't I think... I don't know. I don't think there was an idea. I think there was like some intern or something. It's like, hey, can I make a a video advertisement for you and anat's like i guess and then they made this and they thought it was like parody and so they sent it out but after a while now they're probably like um i'm really interested to, like did these people <laughs> have to sign like a release form oh yeah and absolutely how many how yeah. many people did they have to actually get who would agree to this to sign the release form <laughs> there's a lot I said, like, yeah, I just don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm going off it now. It's just weird. I just, <laughs> it was just funny. I don't know. It was like, it would, you know, they'd like to try things. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, they always, they are the company that tries to reinvent the wheel. Wait, wait, the wait. The wheel gets to be a square sometimes. We've got, we've got live news occurring right now. Someone's just talked, someone just mentioned in the chat, Tulip said there's uh, some art that's been tweeted what? out. Oh. On a Friday? On a Friday? Wait, is this on oh, Twitter? Oh, it is. Oh, let's Hold talk on. about it. Yeah, we got the first it news, is. baby. Damn, slightly disappointed, but Wait, oh, what? it is literally what you said you oh, didn't want through. Oh, <laughs> it, oh, it looks really cool. It's so cool. But it's blue. It, it's cool. Wait, wait, wait. It's let's look. Let's, look. let's find it. It's like red and blue. I'm calling yeah. Revenant. I'm calling Revenant. Yeah, that's thank you very Revenant. much. Thank you very much, Tulip. If you do not know what's going on right now, and we have just had literally, as the podcast is live. They knew it was happening. They were like, oh, the Lightbringers are on. We're going to post it during the flipping Lightbringers. That's exciting, isn't it, everyone? This is a very exciting, exciting. Lightbringers podcast Oh, my show. God. And Kruf is like, damn, I can't go and make a video. I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> you, you better believe everyone here. You better no. go to my YouTube channel after this podcast, okay? <laughs> Quick, someone get a clip of us talking about uh, it so we can chuck it out there. Um, it looks so good, though. I love the colors on this. It wow, is blue, that's which is interesting. Very exciting. That is. I just want to point out up. the ground there. You see how it's cracked? That is oh, that is the yeah. same thing that happened when uh, Ritlock hit the ground with the Sohopin, and the ground cracked open the same way. So it definitely looks like a revenant thing. So mist, like mist breaking out or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I what? hope it's edgy. It looks edgy. <laughs> I feel well, like I want that guardian edge to it. Well, and they show us the weapon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the weapon as well. Great sword. I mean, but the great sword well, is like the main feature as well. They show us the art of it. Like the, the the actual like you can see the details on the great sword. 
That's the is thing, this like right? a great sword that we know, or is this something new? I uh, it's don't probably something new. This. Probably their elite specs weapons, and they typically are new. Why do you think Prince yeah. Rurik Junes games in chat? Is there a specific reason? Oh, maybe like I can kind of see like the Ascalonian ghost oh, stuff, oh. With, like the blue, um, the blue stuff kind of. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did bring Prince Rurik for the faux fire. But I don't know. I thought they were gonna go more uh, Togo. You know. Oh, uh, if they do, then I'm switching mains. <laughs> I mean, we're all kind of just assuming it's revenants, right? Could yeah. it could it be something else? No. I guess it could be teeth. But... We are not doing this as a guardian as a thief again. Yeah, <laughs> we have learned from that. Like this is heavy armor. I feel like even I, more I agree. So I agree. One, even the last one, I was like, that looks so much like heavy armor. And the heavy armor in the previous one, the boots were very clunky, similar to this one. Yeah. Gloves have spikes. They typically go with spikier, more dense silhouettes for heavy armor. So I And the only one that doesn't have a great sword would be Revenant. So... Mm. Yeah, and we've all there's also this this almost like headband thing, which kind of looks like the Revenant's blindfolds. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah, that's exactly. I wish I'd put that out with before we had said that, and that's exactly what I wanted to say, Laura. That's it. The blindfold <laughs> in the lot when it was before when it was reversed and it was the the black just the black silhouette. That was exactly why I thought it was Revenant because of that that fold. Can I go on a tangent? About yeah, something please. about Why does Ritlock no longer wear his blindfold? Because I have the lore answer. He's got his prescription. <laughs> He's using the blindfold to block out a, a, a sense so he can figure out the voices in his head and to focus on that more. And then in Path yeah. of Fire, he's like, I got rid of the blindfold because I, 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 I organized all the, the voices and the spirits. Because he's got to see the fire. <laughs> yes. but it's a little bit more difficult to sense fire i guess you can hear it but you know it's like oh, i probably want to see that as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh this I is love, interesting <laughs> on a friday i was not expecting i was yeah. expecting next week tuesday because it actually would line up uh it probably i didn't think it would be this week because like it would have been a gap because there's four weeks or five weeks until the live stream next week it would only be four so they could do three three they gotta um, get something for the weekend. With the festival coming on Tuesday, they don't really need anything. I don't think. But Man, then you drum up really the elite effect with the festival. I mean, it's pretty uh, rad. This is pretty rad. Like, I, I'm I, okay. So it's a great sword, Revenant, and it's <laughs> like, what? What can it? Is was there like a hero in Guild Wars two that's died, or like in Guild Wars that used a great sword that we can think about, like that we can who this legend might be? Because that's the thing with Revenant; it's completely different. Like it's going to be a legend, isn't it? Like it's going to be someone. Like who the fuck? Who the flip is going to be? Sorry, <laughs> try not to have bomb on there. Did... If, I can possibly avoid it. Um, if anything, with the great swords, I've seen a lot of people say Terhern. Um, personally. Ooh. I don't really think it's going to be Turn, uh, because it would be kind of strange to channel Traherne while standing next to him. Um, it could be, though, but <laughs> yeah. if anything, That's true, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm truly, like, just getting, the, you know, there's this moment where um, King Adelburn, he puts down his magical swords and he causes the faux fire and turns everyone into ghosts. 
Mm-hmm. That that's just kind of the vibe I'm getting with like the blue stuff and like putting the sword in the ground. Oh yeah 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 with that as well. And that was where they did it, right? That was in like towards that was in uh, Ascalon, right there. Yeah. Yeah, like the kind of Zorik it, was saying as well. So yeah, like like Rurik and Adelburn. Yeah. That's that's my guess right now. It's interesting okay. that all of the art so far, like the virtuoso showcased kind of their playstyle and the mechanic with the the daggers the harbinger as well with the potions the elixirs willbender's a bit more physical and straightforward so it's like you can't really do much with that but with this it seems to be like i don't know it could be a sense of like opening up the mists and like creating breaches and portals in the environment oh could be be a sense of like the overall gameplay very physical maybe cleave aoe damage something like that I do think it's, I mean, they did definitely sp- specify the great sword detail and also the art of, like, an effect. So, I mean, they could I have like left that, that alone. The whole portal idea is a good idea. Someone said portal as well in the chat. That is a good, I mean, it doesn't have to be linked, yeah, but, like, um, I mean, it could be, it, it could be, I uh, I like that. I, I Now I want that portal thing. I want a, a rev portal would be interesting. But yeah. then, like, you know, I already feel bad for Thief because of, Will bender to a degree, but like, oh, I mean, like you know, Mesmer's got portal, so is Scourge to a degree. Um, so it's and again, like audio-wise, if you don't know what's happening, because I didn't really explain, <laughs> they they live at all. Just got excited. Um, that you could basically so Guild Wars Two are in have been releasing silhouettes of elite specializations in Guild Wars Two every so often, and then led up to you know the latest elite um, specialization beta. We haven't had anything since because it's only been a week, which is fine. We didn't expect this, um, and they've just released this image. Now the reason they have is because they they sneaked it onto the the um, the whole you know ninth anniversary thing they've so they've released it in one week like you know it's just a bit of an extra bonus which i think is very cool actually and i think you know and this is the thing like i like this for guild wars 2 because i've talked about elder scrolls online being very very you know strict and about their release schedules and how that kind of almost to a degree is a bit boring as a player because you always know what's coming out it's fantastic because roadmaps are great and we literally talked about how knowing when stuff's coming out is cool but every year year after year knowing exactly what's going on all the time is almost the opposite as well like you want a little bit you want a little bit of a surprise right you want a little bit of excitement and you know whereas mo's like who used to be the director of runa of course um kind of you know ethos and and way of going around guild wars 2 and content and talking about content in advance was always about surprising and delaying people which i really didn't like because it was always there was never betas they would never tell us about the information beforehand we never got to give feedback and we never got to really be excited about the game before anything came out which normally meant we were disappointed because like we couldn't speculate couldn't create content look at all of this stuff we've been able to do like since like i, I just so wanna, much i have to give them credit for this it's absolutely amazing how much content has been created for guild wars 2 like around the elite specializations around all this stuff there's been so many new youtubers on like youtube like and, t- and streamers just around like creating content for like a silhouette like an image like it's just ridiculous like how much and that's the thing right you'll that's be surprised <laughs> exactly it's absolutely massive and like this is how important it was before like path of fire it could have been so much better 
Um, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm sad that it wasn't because, you know, I feel like there would be more people, there would probably be even be more people still around now. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are now. Um, it doesn't matter because we're having a good time with it anyway. So, you know. I, okay, Sorry. so two Excited. things. I do actually like... <laughs> previously on the stream, I was like, I wish it was a different stance because I, I feel like it wouldn't have been an, as impactful. I was worried that it'd be like, oh, we were chucking a greatsword into the ground, Griff. <laughs> That's pretty impactful. No, 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 no. In terms of like, we already <sighs> saw the like... silhouette. Yeah. But I think ah. I would like to just correct that by saying it is really cool that they show us the detail, the detail of the sword, and have an extra mm -hmm. like spell effect. That at least is something interesting. I would have been disappointed if it was just like a black silhouette similar to Harbinger or right. At least there's something else here, so that's really good. But additionally, the sword, I'm kind, I kind of am getting some like char, I don't know, I'm getting like a char, char vibe and also tinder vibe. It kind of, the, the swirls kind of look like the Legionnaire weapons a little bit. I can't really pinpoint it, but... I've seen this great sword. It's, it's interesting. I've it, seen we this haven't great sword. seen it, but it looks very similar to other great swords. It, which it, I don't know. Is that good? Is that bad? No, it's not bad. But at the same time, I, I've seen that sword too. I can't place. I it, I know I know that from something, and I just it feels not like base. It. it feels like base game guild Wars too, in one yeah, of like the early bit. early char areas, like that classicy kind of great sword. If you look up the Legionnaire weapons by the from the char, they right. look very similar to these. Could be that. And it's, I don't know, with the Revenant weapons, each elite spec, they've gotten like a very, all of their elite spec weapons have been a very consistent theme. Like, well, not, not Herald, but from the beta weapons, they had a same yes. theme. Kala's uh, shortbow was similar to that beta weapon set that we, we saw. And then with this, I was kind of expecting more of that dark black red color palette. So this is like a little bit different. It's like it's like browns, golds, more like earth tones, which is interesting. Legion is a little bit similar. It's just too fat. It's got too much. Too fat. But like the main hand sword with the swirls and the little dots and the swirls. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is it is it a gray sword as well? I mean, it could just be a sword. And then, and then it's like you know. Then is it Revenant? I guess, but like, it has to be Revenant, right? Yeah. It must be Greatsword. It must be Greatsword. Great sword, it yeah. has to be right. I just gotta say, I just love the way that they're revealing this. Like you said, Jebro. Um, yeah. Like I, when they did the big live stream, so many people were saying, "Oh, they should have just revealed all the least specializations in this live stream." Um, I one hundred percent disagreed with that, and I'm so glad that they're they're keeping up the pace as well. You know. Um, it feels like almost every week we've got something to speculate about. Yeah. And then they just drop this breadcrumb where they put the silhouettes in like another image. I just, I love this, this teasing thing they're doing where the whole community keeps like speculating, like which weapon is it, which, which, which profession, which specialization. Oh, I love this stuff. And just as a content creator, it's fun because I always have something to talk about too large it's and not good. yeah exactly exactly and it spawns conversation and this is the thing like having it exactly. during this like during the podcast as well is like super hype <laughs> i hope they do it every yeah. every week now like and do it during the podcast and we're like waiting what time was that is it 1 p.m pacific probably yeah i feel like it was 1 p.m pacific yes it was 1 p.m 
very strange time. <laughs> the decision of the day and the time of the announcements. Yeah, because normally it would be really early in the morning because of EU, right? And like other yeah. regions. Um, because obviously EU has like, you know, the other, that's the other regions. And that's why a lot of stuff gets announced so early in the morning Pacific time for them, like 9am ish. That's interesting. What do you mean? Everything gets announced at 6 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, for you, for you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 6 p.m. for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because it's be 9 nice. I wake up and I'm like, hi, I'm already four hours behind. I have to get to work. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's it. Because I stream at night as well. Yeah, I get that it's completely. I wake up and it's like, oh no. Wake up. There's 15 messages on Discord. Did you see this? Yes, like, that happens to me. Give me three minutes here. I need to uh, open my eyes. For yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm this excited. is so exciting. Okay. Oh Have my. Okay. Well. Um, Next week, hopefully, we get another one. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, no, they could be doing a consistent Friday now. Because if the live streams occur on Friday, they'll just release uh, the teasers on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, 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 right. right before the live stream, they'll release the trailers for them. Like the days, mm-hmm. the three days before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. consistent content with the Elite Specs. I was actually in the different camp from Lara. I, I was kind of um, hoping that they at least showcased them all mm. because I was kind of worried it was going to go like Heart of Thorns. Because with Heart of Thorns, it was consistent, but then there were like pretty large gaps in between yeah. the reveals. And I didn't really want to feel that. But now that we're in the, the release cadence, they're very consistent. And I, I actually prefer this. I, I will have to agree. Um, I prefer that it's it's very consistent. We haven't had like two to a month, two weeks to a month off where we don't know another Elite spec. Um, but we also had nine months before Heart of Thorns released, so it was a bit longer. Yeah. It's pacing, right? It's all about that pacing, giving you the... Yep. Heart of Thorns, they built up so much hype for so long that when the bubble burst, you know, it wasn't great. I think the way they're doing this now, um, there's a shorter time frame here, but it's enough. The way they're giving us content, it just feels like there isn't an emptiness ever. And so that pacing definitely 100% is so much better. Um, Cause we're going to know every elite spec and then all that stuff at the beginning of December. And I have to wait. We have to wait some time before we even touch it. But like at the same time, yeah. we're not done. There's going to be other things happening. Still. We have beta testing for alliances and stuff like that. I'm sure it's going to still be going on. And we still haven't seen, we, we still, we don't know what's going on in Kanta. We still haven't seen that stuff. So there's still yeah. so much they can do. So. Just these replied. elite specs. Yeah. It's going to be it's I, awesome. Uh... Awesome, awesome. Sorry, Lara, go, go, go. Oh, sorry. sorry. I just to say I, awesome. I feel, like it's just, I feel like it's just such good timing as well. Like, um, going back to what, uh, what we were talking about, like, right before the, the tweet came out, uh, we were talking about, like, how there's a lot of newcomers and stuff just, like, in the community right now, and, like, t- Twitch Guild Wars 2 is, like, way bigger and stuff. It's just nice that the whole community has got something to be excited about. Um, and I feel like a lot of these newcomers are also sort of being being caught up in this hype a little bit, you know, that where they also see it and they're like, oh, hey, when I get level 80, then maybe I can get one of those elite specializations. I don't know. I'm just uh, very impressed. That's uh, that's what it comes down to. I kind of wish some of this stuff was on the bra, like on the launcher. Like yeah. A bit more, like I the agree. images and Ooh. stuff. Like I kind of wish it was like, 
I know I know that blog posts and posts come up and stuff, but like the stuff off Twitter gets like missed out. Like not it's not always on there. I think it would just be good to have like the browser featuring more. I've always thought about always always I mean this has always been I think there's always been discussions about this as well, where you said so the before there was the Arena Net Partner program, there was like the Arena Net Shoutcaster program as well. I used to have these conversations about, you know, just between creators specifically, just about the browser, like browsers looking a little bit more like inclusive of people's content, putting in like videos, like intro videos and stuff like that into the browser for Guild Wars 2. Just like being like, you know, like Smite or something when you load it up and you've got tons of videos like League of Legends. I know the PvP games specifically, but like it would just be so cool to like feature internet partners and stuff like that and like have these tweets like you know they've just tweeted it out and then the the just like the launcher gets updated and there's all all of a sudden there's this image and like someone just logged in and like whoa there's this thing there's this news this is so cool um they get excited and they just jump on their revenant and start you know i don't know role playing or, or whatever <laughs> just get some kind of thing going but i think i feel like that would be a cool thing for them to start doing a little bit more of um but yeah, I'm excited. 100% agree. Yeah. They did it on the forums. They put their Twitter posts down at the bottom when you're on the forums. If you scroll all the way down, they show their media posts. They've, yeah, so, they've got it on the side as well, depending on how your browser is. Yeah, I see it on the side. Their feed, their live feed, that's true. They have done that. So that they just is, need to put that on the launcher. Yeah, that's true, actually. That is very recent as well. Yeah, because it's just, yeah, it's just like a thing they can easily do, right? On the way, we just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I mean, on the it, table. It, it could be yeah advertising arena partners yeah it's cool there's a lot of there's a partner page um and this is things that already people have already talked about and i don't want it to sound like i'm trying to you know promote myself and like promote everyone else and just be like yeah we should definitely deserve this and the other because i just think that people you know i think it's more information (laughs) it's more information for people really it's more excitement building the amount of content that's coming out um, they yeah. feature some people, but it's very big creators, like a like massive high-end who have like these big constant events. I think that's very cool. Um, and there are, is opportunities like for people to do it on the Guild Wars 2 channel, I think. Um, I don't know. There could, be, there could be more done. But I think now that Colin is back and we've got this duo kind of partnership directing-wise for the studio and um, Josh Davis as well coming back as well, I think that's a big... I mean, a lot of this is to do with their vision of what they want to do for, you know, End of Dragons, similar as it was to maybe Heart of Fawns. Uh, I know Mo was still, you know, the, the main man for that, but I feel like Colin was the main face for, for Heart of Fawns, for sure. Um, and had obviously obviously had a lot of influence because of his position at the time as well. I mean, people still use the memes with his face on it from back in Heart yeah. of Thorns. Colin's so it made a really big impact. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look at the rest of this post. Uh, that is exciting. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Um, oh, God. So exciting. I need to pee. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I had a lot oh, of Sorry. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, God. 10 minute break. It's okay. Not. <laughs> not well, I, I don't think people will be able to increase the contrast, saturation, and vibrancy on this to get an image of the face, but I don't think we really need to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you need to. There's no like, yeah. I mean, some something actually. Someone just replied to me on the tweet was um, they they were like ng like robotic arms and stuff because of the jade. You know, the constant image we keep seeing of this person with the cloak and the 
shoulder piece and then the, the oh, robot yeah. kind of arm and like they just said you know that's ng and i'm like i wonder if they do that i wonder if they just put this blatant image like in front of us with like fully everything effect. and it's just like that's been the engine but that could actually be a thing it feels a little bit too blatant um no i don't think that'll be there uh, yeah. it, it would need to be a char just to keep consistency right. Yeah, I don't think they would use that exact art, but I, I can see that character being the new Elite Specialization entirely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to have Ice Brood Saga coming back. We've got all of the live streams. Um, so there's going to be, I think Kruf mentioned on the 10th, there's going to be the one for Skiffs and Fishing preview, right? Um and also there's going to be the beta 2 which is on 21st of September but then there's a preview we've got 21st September, 26th of October November, all elite specializations um, that's really really cool as well is there anything else like in there that you're all excited about? I'm literally going to have to go and pee <laughs> I do have to go and pee so like start talking about it among yourselves Like, talk. are you excited about all of the stuff to come specifically which Tell me how you feel about. I'm only gonna be a minute. Um... Skips and fishing. Skips and fishing. Yes, I'm, I'm so excited. And the new video. And the new video the, as well. The rushing water. It's right just back. so nice and clear and just shooting out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even follow that. No, but seriously, now that Jebros skips and fishing are like the most exciting thing ever. Yeah, no one cares about elite specs. We're just yeah, trying to play games that stuff. Out, like I, I just want to get on a boat and play music. They, they confirmed that that's possible. That is going to be my life after End of Dragons comes out. Your streams, your concerts are going to be lit. We're going to have an ocean view. It's going to be on a yacht. It's going to be so cool. No, but what? we were talking about this a little bit before the live stream, right? Um, mm -hmm. they, they're they going to do a guild chat soon? Yes. Uh, where they're going to show skips uh, and fishing? I think mm -hmm. next week, right? Yeah, well, I'm actually seeing did. this, but Kruf told me. They said, they tweeted out just uh, before we went live that they're going to be doing a guild chat on the 10th, going over fishing and skiffs. Uh, but, hopefully they show um... a couple mastery things, and we were talking and saying that... We also just want to see this be set in in Kantha in Shinji, yeah. because like we want to be able to to get a feel of the environment of someone actually playing it, not just like a pre-rendered trailer. But this the, the images that we have seen have been lovely. They've been so beautiful, and just I want I just want to go and test it out. I want to go and play in the area because it's so beautiful. But we've seen a couple interesting things from the trailer, like skiffs. They have like a speed boost, and they have like a crystal thing to the side mm -hmm. of them. So I hope they showcase a couple mastery things, maybe even some gameplay footage of how the fishing works. Hopefully it's going to be some sort of mini game. But I'm excited to see what they what they have to say about fishing and skiffs. Yeah, that's sort of the, the big mystery almost, right? It feels like lots of people are sort of speculating like how is fishing actually going to work? We know it's gonna be this huge thing. Because we don't really know if it's just going to be like pressing F or if there's going to be a mini game or it's going to be like AFK fishing. Um, I've, I think we're ready to learn. I think we're ready to figure this out and, uh, and have an idea of what this is actually going to be like. My brain is ready. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's kind of nice that we're going to find out probably on the, on the Guild Chat episode, I imagine. 
Yeah. The 10th? That's still like two weeks away, though, and that's kind of yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Is, it, is it like the week before? Um, It'll be the 10th. It'll be the week before the Elite Specs. Yeah, week before right. the Elite So at least that's pretty consistent media coverage from coming out from ArenaNet. Mm. Um, I imagine we'll have to see a lot more. They'll probably go into a pretty decent chunk of detail. Because, like, what... The whole point of the guild chat is really to dive deep, mind the pun, into fishing and skiffs, uh, but also oh. answering questions. And a part of answering questions would definitely be like being transparent with how these things will work. So, nice one. I everyone. agree. Good job. I got myself a snack as well. I was like, oh, I'll find that. Also, there's a lot of building going on again. That's lovely. Correctly. Yeah, it's always <laughs> happening. So, you're all excited. Zorik excited as well. He's angry. <laughs> I agree. I, I sort of agree with uh, MMO Inks is that I want lazy fishing, not Stardew Valley fishing. But at the same time, I do want it to be interesting. Wait, what's lazy fishing? You, you cast it out and then you catch the fish, I'm sure. Or maybe well, you want you it catch to be less fish. active? Well, the harvesting and stuff ah. is already that way, but I do want there to be something more in the masteries for sure. Like, mm. it would be interesting. We're going to have to buy bait or get certain fishing poles or that kind of thing. I think I'm more interested in that kind of side of things when it comes to fishing games inside of a game. Um, but I don't know. Maybe being on a skiff, there'll be things that affect fishing as well. You Balance. catch certain things while on a skiff versus being on the shore or whatever. Well, they talk nah. about like, you know, how you can get rarer fish and stuff in the video. I mean, I, let, me, let me just find the video, actually, because they, they do talk about it a little bit. Those ocean rings were something. Remember, we, we had a little bit of a discussion on the Lightbringers with, like, when Peachy was on, we're like, is that going to be a node? Is it going to be just, like, open waters? It seems to be a, a mixture of both. You do have open water areas, but there are yeah. rarer spots where you can get improved and better quality mm, fish. Rarer. And then you can get, like, a puffer fish. But be sure not to eat a puffer fish because you will get severely poisoned. So. <laughs> I'm gonna they uh, also showed that when you catch the fish, you go to a vendor. It doesn't look yeah. like we're going to be doing the cooking. Yeah. So right. that'll be interesting because that means you may have to catch certain a certain amount of fish for a meal or something like that. Uh, let's, um, I, I don't know if you can hear it on the... Sh can you hear this, um, people of the uh, podcast? I unmuted. <laughs> I do not, but I can unmute the stream, I think. Okay, all right. We're going to go over to the stream and watch the thing. I'm just going to listen to it. They as, say as yes. Hear it. Stream can hear it, but you can't. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Oh, well. It's fine. That is fine. <laughs> I'm just going to have the audio of that coming through. You've mined, harvested, and foraged your way through the deadliest terrain. terrain. Now it's time to kick back and relax. In Guild Wars 2, End of Dragons, you'll learn how to gather a new resource. Fish. Always pack your fishing pole for <laughs> quiet, contemplative moments wherever you find water. Keep an eye out for fishing holes to hook more impressive catches. Yeah. Your real adventures begin out on the water. With your personal skill, you can venture straight to the best fishing holes. Or just hang out with up to four friends. Haul your catch back to shore, and chefs can use it to prepare delicious new seafood dishes. 
Whether you're looking for peace and quiet or valuable resources, Tyria's fish will never be safe from you again. <laughs> like I like this casually, like Tyria's fish will never be safe from you again. <laughs> Okay, I, mean, all right, I already so go into the ocean. I already Jesus. go into the waters and just smack him with a spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring barracudas. I know. Yeah. Stop munching me. This is underwater combat. You will die. It's it's very. It's definitely. Um, I, I mean, I like I like the voiceover actually. I like the voiceover. <laughs> Like the voiceover guy, because it's like making this thing like really serious, but it's fishing <laughs> and it's like, but it sounds just so epic. And like, and with the the way they've got all the crossfades and the you know the masking on the trailer, it just looks good. Like, I don't know, it just looks cool. How pretty that world is! I know. Uh, really geek we says, need to see it on Guild Chat. We Oh, look, look at this animation as well. I mean, I'm just going to go back and pause that. Actually, they did really lovely like. animation work yeah. for all of this, from the fishing to the catching of the fish. I hope that oh, isn't, I mean, it appears in game. I hope it's not just for the trailer, but like when like the char holds the fish up. Yeah, I've literally just, paused it on that. It's really well yeah. animated. Yeah, the char yeah, yeah. is so into it. It's like moving just around like, their entire body. Is that a char yeah. outfit as well? Is that a char out fishing outfit? Like, that's the thing. I think it's just like one of the casual um, sound clothing tonics. Damn. That's unfortunate. Well, it could have been cool. I mean, obviously, and just to mention Reader Geek's comment in chat, they say, um, so it said on the trailer, interior chefs can prepare dishes, which means we can uh, cook the things ourselves. Yes, it looks like we can, yeah. As well as there was a vendor. I think it looks like there's someone in the city as well. Like, there was someone at an actual... I guess that's just could just be like, you know, like in anywhere when you've got the armor smith and you've got the people standing there and you've got the apparatus for doing that. That's probably just, you know, you do it there with with them kind of sitting around and you buy the extra things. Oh, true. Um, makes some chef friends. So makes like, chef friends. Yeah, the crafting station makes sense. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, that little vendor in the light post in the background, just like these very minor details that pop up in trailers. I just like, I eat it all up. Yeah. Another pun, but I eat it all up. Give me the fish. <laughs> it felt like it feels like they put so much effort into it though. Like that little Sarah just like standing there and cooking and stuff. It looks so cozy. Oh really adds to it. I didn't actually see the Asura in here as well. He's got the same animation for like getting a fish, like a little tiny arc. Oh, damn it, I keep missing the pause. Um, like it's the same animation for the Asura as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, they do seem to be struggling at times, so I I imagine there will be some interactive aspect to this. Like oh, it's not just like a the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this has to be. Different. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. It has to. It's a mini game. Like it's with the skiffs, right? I think the skiffs. The whole point of skiffs is is travel and fishing, right? Like there has to be. I'm still interested to see what skiffs are going to be like. Like just them Me specifically, too. you know, like how what is a skiff gonna how are you gonna control it like i mean we, just, we haven't even talked about this much I, but like maybe we can talk about it now as well 
I think the skiff is going to be more like a hovercraft type situation because I feel because just looking at it, it's not like in the water too much. Yeah. But it also, I wonder if it's using that new jade technology they talk about, so it's going to have more of that. Because when they start introducing skins, like they already have given us, if you pre-order mm -hmm. using Jebro's link, um, anyhow. <laughs> but if you, all your links are going to be in the bottom of the video as well, description, um, everyone's links. But yeah, getting the skins and stuff in there, they can't really put it too much in the water because they're mm -hmm. going to need that room just in case whatever skin they make. But the technology would make it seem more like a motorboat that's closer to a hovercraft of some sort. Are we going to have skiff racing? Are we going to have like... Oh, I should or really... Go on your skiff or do you go on your skimmer? I mean, it could be an adventure. I mean, it could be an adventure for sure. And if that, if it's not like a specific path that you have to go on because it seems like to me these feel like they're on paths i and i i know like and it feels like they go to mm -hmm. fishing poles that holes at the moment and it feels like they could be instead of waypoints it that's that's the feeling i have and i feel i'm i don't want that to be the case i but that's the kind of random feeling that i have just because of how I don't know how, I mean, that, and that's the video, maybe. I mean, maybe not, because they're kind of, as you see them, there's uh, different times when they've taken some of these shots, they're kind of next to each other, they're a bit staggered. Yeah. So maybe not. They can so, like, go in a circle. I feel yeah. like it'll, to me, hopefully not. it'll feel more like, I do think it's an, it's a mount that you can kind of control, but it's sometimes, I get the impression of like a roller beetle almost, and the way that you, the roller beetle moves, you have to kind mm. of get that velocity, and it's not just going to be like sharp turns. It's going to be like you have to kind of like and yeah, it seems pretty long yeah, as well yeah, yeah. so it, maybe the if you use your roller beetle a lot this won't feel as bad because i know the roller beetle is maybe one of the more challenging mounts to control and use that's the least because of that reason yeah for sure i wonder if the fishing is going to be more like when the game released remember when you could switch to a town set yeah like a uh an outfit you had the outfit and then you lost your weapons and stuff and you're oh, yeah. in the town so you can role play and then they took it away and i never understood why but um Zorik obviously was doing that quite heavily. <laughs> i was that. going to the town and just sort of shutting everything off of my character and being like i'm a noble in divinity's reach um i thought it gave a little depth to the game maybe that's the way it is now because it looks like fishing might be more of a targeting type thing and then that means they could also change your skill bar based off of that that fishing and things maybe it's like a it's a whole different type of thing here because they're showing the outfits and stuff and it seems i don't know not very combat-y but that means that would allow them to let you use abilities and stuff i don't know um, just standing training like gliding in a bloodstone fin you know how you when you start to glide you suddenly have a skill bar with those gliding yeah skills? So it'd be yeah. something like that, maybe. It's just weird because, like, you know, if you're on this skiff and, like, you're, like, how, it looks like you can walk around on it as well, right? And then I know we're talking a lot about skiffs. <laughs> this is interesting. This yeah. is, it is literally a brand new kind of way to travel in Guild Wars 2. It's not just a mount, is it? It's not just a glider. It's not just this extra. It's not even the turtle mount because the turtle mount is a two-player mount. Yeah, of course. But it's still a mount and it's just got this extra slot where someone literally you know does moves around and fires a, a cannon like you know it's a brand new exciting thing but the skiff is more than than all of those things together you know because one it's like it looks like you can walk around on it 
But then who's piloting it? Like, can anyone pilot it or do you do it just because it's yours? There's skins, like Zorik says, there's a whole new revenue, whole new revenue um, stream for it as well. And that obviously that goes for the turtle as well, which is exciting, the turtle skins. Um, if they don't come out of it like the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle Van fun thing, I'm going to be very upset. Um, <laughs> they need to take advantage of that. Um, or just little bandanas. I don't know. That would be so sick. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm just excited like in what they could do with skiffs in the future as well because we were talking about this ages ago. We were talking about boat battles and stuff. Like, Can you imagine if there was like a miniature version of like Sea of Thieves kind of going on? <laughs> and you've got like little people like just like firing and like just actual pvp battles with like skiffs that could be so fun i'm just thinking about all of the random stuff they could possibly do that would never happen well, we were talking about that with mounts a long time ago and yeah. they gave us mounts or whatever like oh yeah we could bring this into world versus world and have combat and then it never happened and then the one time they're like okay we're putting mounts in we can see how that turned out. Mm. And so, like, that's my worry is that we're getting excited. We're getting to that hype apex that we're yeah. not supposed to be at, you know? We're in the clouds where ANAT's like, I um, like that place, though. can you come back <laughs> down for a second? Um, <laughs> we're going to tell you the skiffs can't leave the ground. And we're going to be like, ah, oh, but you could put a cannon on the front of it. But, but we have seen them talk about like even getting anything to move with people on it is yeah. the most like impossible thing until That's the programmers cool. like change the camera then this and then they get the model to do this right so yeah. i i really do wonder how it's going to work with like okay so you have people on the boat mm -hmm. and that kind of thing is it is that just going to be as far as it goes because anything further uh you know server crash or whatever yeah. but it would be so cool in world versus world oh, to get on your skiff and to start firing at people yeah it, it would be cool oh that would be key. to have well, an adventure to have yeah, an event fishing tournaments could be a thing who can catch the most they fish do that. yeah they do that in loads of games I think like that as well there'll be like some fishing events uh, across the area it's, I mean, it's loads of fun stuff like that. There's there's something in Elyon which is really, really good, which I played recently, which is um, Eastern MMO, which is coming over to, to the West, actually towards the end of the end of the end of September. So it's around the same time as Lost Ark and New World. Is this um is there they literally like have an event on the side and they say this is coming up in like two minutes, like or whatever, and you get a certain amount of slots. And like you can go and fight this boss, or you can do a fishing tournament, and you literally compete with other people that just went into this random instance with you to fish, and that you have to try and catch the biggest fish. So it's just about speed, really, right? Because it's a bit RNG, -y. but like you get lo like loot and money based on like how good you are at fishing, because it's actually a little mini game and it's actually kind of fun. It was just like imagine that in Guild Wars 2. That would be so sick. Like every like a world boss. You know, you'd have different areas where there's different fishing competitions in different areas of the map. Of not even map, but like world. Like there's different areas where you have to get to, like maybe even difficult places, or even just like base guild wars too. The Orion um, fish are going to be so stinky. Ugh. Well, I think it's it should also be that you don't just fish up fish; you fish up items. 
like dead bodies items i mean potentially it's <laughs> like a bot like things well that's the thing like in new world i mean i don't know if you played it like literally you could fish up things like old boots and armor and like coins and stuff like that like you would get stuff like you get that a coin purse like that would be like cool like if you have a lower tier of fishing rod you have a lower chance and you'll get boots or something yeah. right yeah. I can definitely see them doing like fishing events or something. You know, when they put mounts in a game with Bubba Fire, um, races just made a lot of sense and they just kind of went for it. Yeah. Like, yo, equals mounts. What can we do with mounts that's fun in like an event? I I can totally see them doing like some fishing tournament or something like you said. That sounds fun. Awesome. They can also do uh, dynamic events too. If enough people are fishing an area, maybe it sets off an event. Oh my god, I can get yeah. like the Kraken mother to come out and like try to defend her babies and you have to go underwater and do an underwater boss and that gives you loot. I like so. these ideas. Well, and go. it's that potential, but what- Big sea like, monster. I didn't yeah. think mounts were going to improve Guild Wars 2 at all and then Anet like shoved that down my throat like, you're wrong. Um, so I'm not scared this time. I've wanted fishing in this game for so long that I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to have to eat my words, be like, oh, God, a mini game. And then, of course, I'm going to be that guy sitting there, you know, on stream 12 hours. People are going to be like, have you just been fishing all day? And I'll be like, yeah, we're trying to get the blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing that. Like day one, I will be hardcore PVPing, queuing, like, but in between is going to be fishing. Like I'm going to be fishing. I want to try to better make a YouTube montage of you and PVP and then yeah. go back to you quickly. <laughs> just raging. Like, oh my god, I can't believe these new players, all these players just can't rotate and everything, and then suddenly silence and just like... Just like, do you guys ever wonder why we're alive? <laughs> I mean, I'll do like, that right now. <laughs> just jump cuts. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it is pretty it is exciting I mean, we're getting excited about flipping boats and fishing fishing, fishing. Which is interesting. I Gosh. mean fishing is in a lot of MMORPGs to be fair <laughs> it really is um, okay so we've got all the elite specializations uh, previews coming up um, loads of releases we've obviously got the return to living world um, 24th of August to September 28th for season 4 then we've got Ice Bruce Saga from October 19th then we've got Festivals Festivals of the Four Winds is next week on the 31st of August if you're listening to this later obviously this might be in the past then we've got Shadow of the Mad King it's ridiculous how quickly Halloween's come back around again I literally remember it as if I was running around the clock tower like it was yesterday yeah. um, it's going by so fast it is it really is um and then Winter's Day, we got then we got Lunar New Year in January, and then you know expansion, and it's like, well, we got all of these events and stuff to look forward to, and it's not necessarily you know there is new content in there because you know there's new parts of the achievements, there's getting towards the amulet for the legendary amulet, there's the, all of the elite specialization betas, which is you know September, October, November. Um, that's all exciting stuff. And then you've got the Direct X uh, 11 beta, which is actually, you know, on the 21st of September, which is very, very cool. Um, and then you've got, like, three days later, you've got the World vs. World Alliance beta <laughs> as well. It'll be really <laughs> interesting to so test both stuff. of those in terms of how yeah. Direct X 11 improves in the World vs. World setting. For sure. Well, Isn't it's so that many. also around the same time as the next Elite Specialization beta? Better that is going to be Probably. a intense amount yeah. of weeks over there it's oh, yeah. direct x 11 
and one of the bears is on the exact same day yes that's the next wow. one that's coming and then three days later which is like three days into that bear there's going to be the first world v world alliances beta so you're going to be able to play the elite specialization um beta during the world versus world alliances and the direct x11 as well at the same time that's a, that's a lot. They're gonna have to be watching the servers. <laughs> that's gonna be a hard week. Ninety nine point nine percent server uptime. That's when it ends right there. Ninety nine point eight. It'll be really interesting to see what elite specs come with that, though, because like you would maybe hope that those elite specs are maybe more tailored to World versus World. Hmm. I, I know what elite specs are coming. <laughs> I, I've already called it. I've already called it. Hold on. Let me pull up my prediction. Somebody tell me what my prediction was. My guildies now. I mean, I told them. I'm like, it's, it's free. Revenant, like, Revenant was in there. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to be in your prediction one? at this point. I mean, Revenant is one of them, obviously. Yeah, Revenant. I mean, assuming else that is that's like, Revenant. You, you would hope that they at least shine more in World vs. World if we're going to be testing them like with DirectX uh, 11 and a World vs. World setting. They wouldn't oh, advertise sad. that, though. They wouldn't say that. They wouldn't be like, you know, these are the free elite specializations. No. <laughs> but typically with each, each set of elite specs, we yeah. typically see one or two that are, like, dedicated towards a more competitive zone, either, like, structured or world versus world. Mm-hmm. But could you, like, having a will bender in world versus world, that would have been, that would have felt rough. <laughs> that would have been like, oh. I wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been fun, actually. If I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know if anyone else tried it. It was just a bit underwhelming, really, I think, uh, in quite Will a few Bender's, areas. Will Bender was, uh, I don't know, it just, I felt like the Will Bender, the idea there is great. I just don't think it's, I don't know, it just didn't, it felt clunky. It felt like it was a guardian trying to do thief things and was getting in trouble because of its heavy armor. The skills, like, the elite skills just feel like weapon skills. And then having offhand sword sort of meant was it sword is it sword yeah whatever the offhand weapon was it just felt like it wasn't really doing anything for you and it was better just to switch weapon sets take a couple of the new utilities and then take advantage but even so you just don't have the passive effects you have to trait everything correctly and then most of your traits are just meaningless so it made it just took all that flexibility and made it very rigid to me and just I don't know. It was the flattest one. I didn't like Harbinger. I actually put Harbinger lower, but once I played that a bit more and went back to the Wildender, it just, I don't know, something about it. Just, I don't know. It needs to be fleshed out more, or maybe. I don't know what they could do at this point for it. But it was definitely the weakest one, in my opinion. Well, there we go. Let's transition over to this. This sounds like a, a good ch- time to do this. And also, yes, welcome new players to Guild Wars 2. Um, Ex-Mortal um, Wombat, hello, as well. Um, there's loads of new stuff coming. We've literally been talking about it up until this point, <laughs> and we've been talking about it for all the parts podcasts as well. So if you're in the chat now and you're live, li- we're live, you can do exclamation mark <laughs> podcast. Um, a jazz sounds apparently is me. And uh, you can go and listen to all the past ones. It's also on YouTube if you want to watch the VODs. It's also on Twitch VODs as well. Um, but yeah, so like, there's loads of stuff coming up. There's loads of betas to test things, bits and bobs. Nothing in the maps. Uh, we're not going to see that probably until maybe, maybe until next year, unless we like see it during the expansion. But we're talking about right now the elite specializations, which we got to test 
last week and the elite specializations if you're new to the game or if you don't know what they are it's basically a new trait line or a new tree maybe if you play um, world of warcraft or anything else which adds an another way to play your character and sometimes it completely it can completely change up the way you play in most specific circumstances so like for example if you're a ranger player like until heart forms came out you couldn't really you could heal you could like support in a way it wasn't as good as when they added druid which was very much more you know adding added a lot more support to the to the class and in terms of like healing and just buffing and stuff like that as well although it did already have a lot of that um it just kind of adds this extra part to the class it's like scrapper for for um engineer like i mean mighty teapot just put a video out there of how supported scrapper is whereas like tons of us have known this for so long that scrapper is just ridiculously good and then they buffed up quickness um as well so like you know people are just getting on this train whereas like engineer players are like we've been there for a while um <laughs> and it's just an amazing class um that has this really supportive spec to it um and it's not even necessarily healing it's like quickness and like you know these boons that come out which is really really cool um but yeah so i sorry i love elite specializations for good also like love it love it that's where the party's at keen very keen um and i brought us all some hand sanitizer because it's party time we've got to <laughs> stay healthy during these times i also brought a solo cup filled with water because you got to stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, that's right. Laura, but also still look like having fun. <laughs> Laura, what did you think of the elite specialization? Because Zorik's kind of talked about it a bit, but how did you feel about the elite specialization beta? Was do, was there any of the classes you felt um, similar to in terms of like Zorik? Like what, which one did you enjoy the most? Which which do you feel were a bit lacking? You know, kind of just tell us your kind of thoughts, general thoughts. Or... I, uh, I, I actually liked all of them a lot, because... I think I have a bit of a different perspective on this stuff, maybe. Um, I am not really a competitive player. I don't really play PvP currently. I don't really play Wills vs. Wills currently. Uh, and I play also PvE, but when I play PvE, I just look at what the super smart people do and I just copy that. <laughs> I'm, not much of a, I'm not much of a fairy crafter myself. That's probably like the, the thing I, I do the least in this game, like making builds and stuff. Want to get into that stuff more, I just haven't really. Um, so for me, I wasn't really like looking into how much I thought these specializations were like really good, or for example, like how they would play in PvP or how their what their DPS rotation would look like. I was purely just looking at how much do I like these skills, how does this feel, um, what do I think of these animations, these archetypes, and I was kind of impressed um, by every single one of them doesn't mean i'm actually gonna like playing them once they're out because this was a very very super like um basic view at them right i was just like looking at like hey i like this skill for hey i like this utility skill um i just like how how they all feel like very radical changes uh, my my favorite was the virtuoso and it's just wild to me that there's now a mesmer which doesn't have clones um so even like even if like all the skills would be super clunky, I would just be like, well, it's a mesmer without clones, and that would be enough to satisfy me. So as for Willbender, um, I, I think the thing with Willbender is that a lot of people were kind of expecting it to be like a thief. Uh, I, I, I was at least, right? I was like expecting like a garden that was like super mobile. Um, 
but instead they they felt a lot more clunky like like Zork said they they felt not like a thief um but they still felt like a more mobile guardian which i thought was like interesting um i think harbinger was probably my least favorite um not necessarily because i thought it was bad but i don't know it's just um i i like the concept of like having this this shroud be like the complete opposite instead of like being super tanky it's it's like something you use to really throw out some damage and you get a lot more vulnerable you get less health and stuff it just didn't really click with me just yet um but i i was just really enjoying all the skills on wheelbender like like flip zipping around like all the mobility stuff i really like this one like dive kick animation mm-hmm. yeah it does feel cool. a bit clunky though uh, i do agree with that and virtuoso was just by far my favorites love like stacking up the the daggers and then using them all um again i I can't really tell if i'm gonna enjoy them long term but uh so far i liked i liked what i saw a lot i had the same ranking i was it was not expected i i went through three cycles harbinger was my favorite when i saw that was your favorite yeah harbinger was my favorite when i saw the trailer Mm -hmm. and then when i initially played Willbender was my favorite, but by the end of the beta, <laughs> I kind of like was solidified that Virtuoso was the most enjoyable, then Willbender, then Harbinger. So I went through like, I I went through the full ebbs and flows the of emotions. the elite specs during the, the during the beta. But yeah, I think Willbender, the animations really are what is kind of like keeping it from feeling better. The, the clunkiness of the animations and the speeds and the timing of it all. Um, but I think what angry is you said that it was like it put you too much like in a box, it took away that flexibility. I kind of like that because like Firebrand and and Drag Guardian in general has a lot of flexibility already. And even though I love Guardian, I do think that it actually needs more restricting at times. So with Willbunder, I like that it went really hard in that direction. But I think it's just kind of the building blocks right now. So I, I, I totally agree that it feels weird. It feels clunky. But I think everything is there. They just have to really fine-tune everything in terms of damage numbers, cast times and animations, and, and all that stuff. Okay. And I played the PV. I did PvE. I didn't do any of the competitive stuff either. And so most of my experience lines up with Lara's pretty right on virtuoso felt amazing it just was a fun class to play i didn't have to worry about illusions and clones instead i just had to get my blades to just be popping up felt really comfortable um but then harbinger i just cannot wrap my head around how to play that class when i was done i went and watched somebody do like 45k 48k dps with it and i'm just like what is that um yeah i just torment couldn't figure out that balance between blight and what it needs to happen but people in chat started helping me and so i liked it a bit more but yeah um i'm not saying will bender's a bad class when when things were working it was working it was doing damage it was staying alive um but the moment you don't like when you don't click with what those f1 through f3 skills do and and when to use them and stuff like that that's the moment you're dead your character just dies out in the open world and you're left sort of going well what did i do wrong um i think 
I think most of that <laughs> class sits in the traits. And I actually um, didn't realize that the passives only trigger on five attacks. I was under the impression that it would be every attack because the passive only lasts for a certain duration. Yeah. So when I realized it was only five attacks, I was like, this feels really strange. Like, I think you have if they lowered it to three or two strikes to trigger, that would at least feel better. But it's like, five? Really? On a, on a passive that you get for like six, five, six seconds? It's like, you can't get a lot of out it of It feels those. like they should be working with the utilities. Like, if like you're using the utility for you know, the spin kick or something, like free, like free, like you say, like two or three would be better because it sounds like a combo, like, you know, yeah. you can use the utility and as that happens, the passive pops off of the, the, the virtue and that would kind of be something where you're like, oh, you know, that's, that works and that was kind of what I was saying and with, like, I think it was last week when we were playing, it felt like there wasn't really much of a link between different parts of Wheelbender, like, you know, it's just... I think the virtues, if they felt they felt cool, like they, you know, the movement speed, and it felt like in PvP specifically, because that's where I played it a lot. Was it was like you know I've got these mini ports, and I've kind of got this, I've got a little bit more access to like swiftness and like a little bit more evade, and I've got this offhand sword which gives me this kind of you know shadow step which is pretty cool, and then I've got these really random kind of Street Fighter abilities where I'm like spin kicking and dodging randomly and i'm doing this kind of you know palm punch and then or then there's my elite which is like you know if you pair it up with you know uh, judge's intervention it's quite fun but then i'm like i'm never going to get rid of renewed focus but it's still fun to do it in pvp anyway and i don't know there was so there was definitely a i i definitely had fun with Wheelbender, but at the same time there was missing parts definitely for sure there was Definitely not enough damage um, at times as well. It felt very, very low damage um, because you had to, in PvP specifically, because you had to pair it up with something else to help you survive if you did get wrecked. But then I think it's like you should be specking mostly into damage into that spec anyway. And I think as Guild Wars 2 players, in PvP and in content, we have always been used to just having this ridiculous amount of survivability as a really heavy damage class in competitive content especially like in pvp and world v world where it's like you know your versus a trap ranger and all they've got is damage stats and they can just survive all day and you're like this shouldn't be the yeah. this shouldn't be a thing this shouldn't this should be like you can do damage and you can't survive like that should just be a thing that should be a role you can have an escape that's fine you should have some kind of mechanic but not like you know live forever and just do all the damage in the world so that's kind of i think what they want to do with wheelbender but like so you also can't kill things, so that's the problem. Need, yeah, you need to. They need to up the damage and make that a little bit more consistent. Um, the damage from yeah. Wilbender came from that tempo stuff. So what yeah. I was explained is if you can get the tempo right. So I think that's where a lot of us maybe felt the clunkiness. But if you you do things at certain intervals, the damage starts going up because when I watched a buddy of mine on his video do it, he was slamming people for like 8k damage a time. And I was like, where are you getting that damage? And he's like, you got to use you got to use the tempo, right? You got to get it set up. And then he was doing 3k burns at the same time and things were just falling. Uh, and he's like, you can't do that in PvP, by the way. And I, but I was just like, I couldn't do that in PvE. I couldn't get anywhere into those numbers. I was getting like 2k, 3k sometimes but to watch him just sit there and just understand the this elite spec and like 
the short time we had it is just nothing I will ever master. I will never look at a build and be like, I know how that works. Um, but but to see the potential of the classes is great. But again, I think Harbinger came out on top when it came to DPS and just what you could do with it. And I think Virtuoso came out second with just, you know, do you want to hit something really hard? Because it's really easy if you just do this. And I think I figured out most of that, and that's why I enjoyed it the most. But Willbender, man, it, it may just be one of those classes like... Sometimes the engineer was like with Condi builds back in the day and stuff, you had to press the buttons at the right time to get the right build and keep yourself alive. And I think it is something closer to that. Um, and I don't play that way anymore. I play a power reaper. So I get in, I do damage, I hit it as hard as I can. And I just sit there and tank the damage and it's a lazier build. And what Anat's asking here for Willbender is, do you know how to button? Do you know how to play the piano here? And I don't. So <laughs> it's going to be weak for me, but it's, it's a, it's a good conversation to have because maybe that's what they want from us is to talk about the builds and see if that kind of feedback comes to them. I think it will build something better in the future to be like, players aren't understanding this. Let's try to get this across to them better next time. So, cause we're going to have that second try at all of them. And I wonder if they're going to take all the mm -hmm. stuff we're doing now and sort of build something from there. And hopefully they do, because Will Bender, I think, can be something really great. But again, just felt so weak towards the other two. I love Lethal's yeah. tempo. Uh, lethal oh, tempo. Oh, sorry. I just was like, real quick. I love Lethal Tempo, but that play style, you have to activate the passive, and the passive triggers on five hits. It's not just like, so long as you have the passive, you can build Lethal's tempo. So there's a lot of like, I, I almost want to say that they were really cautious with willbender they didn't because i feel like there could be a lot of power damage potential in competitive and in pve settings but i feel like they put a lot of bottlenecks on a lot of the traits and a lot of uh the damage numbers and how they activate which i love the caution and i wish other parts of the game did that more like other lead specs like reaper or dragon hunter but in the current balance that we're in that's not the case so willbender just felt really like lackluster <laughs> and then when it comes out it's gonna be it's gonna be doing 50k dps ah. everybody's gonna be dying from it Which i also it. don't like <laughs> one specific thing that i uh that i really want to see is uh the harbinger has this what's it called again um blight mechanic where you you lose out on some of your health and you get this like this minus and then like a number in your health bar I want to see, like, a UI thing. I want to, like, see that half my health bar is gone or something like that. Um, I, I think that, for the most part, I was really impressed by all these of these specializations. It's just that there could be some things that are just polished a little bit better. Uh, and I think that that was definitely one of them for me. Uh, I want to, like, I want to just see, like, half my health bar is gone uh, and really get a feel for that. Just Just looking at the number doesn't do too much for me. Interesting. They, I'm surprised like they, they didn't do the same thing they did in Guild Wars 1, where, like, if you were on an elementalist and you did the overcharge abilities, it would gray out the max on your bar, saying, this is your new max. This, this over here you can't achieve anymore. It would have been nice to see on the mm. health bar that come down, and then your health yeah. from there, so you understand, oh, yeah, I don't have a lot of health. <laughs> 
but it did feel it did feel like it didn't make sense to have the whole thing filled and then get hit once and go down because you're not understanding that you are like i think people understood they were losing max health but it but as a necromancer especially a necromane and you're running 32,000 health all the time you can take hits and then like oh i'm getting hurt really bad i have time to react but when you put on 25 stacks of blight what ended up happening to me is that something would hit me for for 3k and it'd go to half health and in my mind oh i still have a lot of health left no it's just yeah for sure if they change that ui i do think um Maybe we can see how blight affects us a bit better and how it's maintained and stuff like that for sure. I agree with you. That could be that could be a nice improvement. I just feel like it'll be really difficult because barrier is in the game as well. So the barrier UI could also yeah. the health pool, but they also don't. It's not a direct damage. They do that. That's what they should do. So because it's not direct damage, they don't necessarily want you to feel like. They don't want to imply that you are procking traits or sigils because you're now below 50% health. It just reduces the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. So that lower number num- number is your 100%. Yeah. Because it, there's a right. lot of things to struggle here. But I think visually it would be not... Cause, but then it's like, should Blight just deal damage to you instead of just reducing your total vitality? Or do we want to stick with this just reducing max vitality situation? They already bleed themselves, right? If they use like certain skills, I think that's something they dagger three applies like done. two stacks of bleeds, but it's like Blood it's very power minor. As well, oh, but, um, with some other ones. The signet does destroy half your health, which is cool. Yeah, there's some stuff like sacrificing. I feel like if you're sacrificing your health, like I feel like yeah, the blight is like. Feels, say this phrase I don't like saying this phrase but it feels a bit half-assed it feels like a little bit like it sounds, it sounds more harsh than, than I'm intending because I actually liked Harbinger the most um, but it feels like it could have been it's cool because it's it's funny because you know we were talking about this in our raid the other week and there's someone else who because I, I played support Harbinger in ten, when I say support I mean like you know the quickness application and also the boons with the elite elixir where you and then when you can throw them out in the traits, there's um, there's obviously a way you can trade. So when you throw when you use your elixirs, it affects other people around you in a 240 radius, which actually in a raid is actually quite big if you're stacked, right? If you're not stacked and you're on Cairn or something, like hardly anyone's getting shit because everyone's like running around and they're trying to pour about, and you're just like, where is everyone? And this isn't useful at all. Um, and oh no, don't bring you bring in the, the dog. Oh no, I've lost it. No. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, he wanted attention. <laughs> um, but the the harbinger is I, I I just they could be something else with the black. I mean, I like I know the I image agree. is like on green, like you turn green, and then there's like certain percentage of your body. There's different like areas like you can see where your head is like kind of visible still, and the green mm-hmm. glow kind of like goes over you. I feel like that's. That look is kind of cool in a way, but it's also just a bit random. I think that's what they've tried to do when you're talking about Kruf, the, the health bar like barrier. They've actually physically put it on your yeah. character. I do wonder whether or not people enjoy that that look because I, I know Photon Forge on um, Hollowsmith is, looks very cool. Blight on the Necro, I'm, I'm in two minds of it. On one side, I'm like, this looks rad. And then the other side of it, I'm like, 
I'm not sure I want to see this all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and we like, already get Harbinger Shroud changing your, your appearance. Yeah. But I, I would agree, Blight is strange because it does feel like it was just tacked on because they thought it would be interesting, but they could have just gone in the way of other elite specs where they reduce vitality or reduce your overall armor as they've done with, like, Berserker mm. and not have this secondary mechanic. And if they... I think the the major... I don't know. I don't say downfall, but they've they missed the mark a little bit. They should have incorporated blight onto more of the traits, especially those grandmaster traits, to really feel impactful. Uh, those grandmasters, they all kind of just do like a pulsing thing. If they if it was tied to blight, and you had to have a certain stacks amount of stacks of blight to activate those those skills or unique effects, that would feel more grandmaster and feel more interesting and and kind of play into that blight mechanic. But yeah, it's blight. Now that you mentioned it, Blight does feel like they could have just made it like your minor trait reduces your vitality by uh, a bunch and reduces your armor, so you are more squishy. It's that spec that makes you more of a, a glass cannon. Well, then, like, and you can do that. There is they've literally done that with some of the other stuff, you know. And yeah. in Guardian and Willbender, there says like, you know, we have you gain more concentration, but you have less, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, boon up time or, or not boon up time but less like healing or something I can't remember what the trait is um, yeah if you're going to have a stack effect play with it yeah sorry Lara what did you Honestly, just yeah yeah I, I do kind of like the, the idea of blights I kind of like the flavor yeah it is um, cool yeah in practice is it really that much of a difference I, I'm not sure because especially if you're like if you're like gonna really like min max the class you're probably gonna like keep try to keep the maximum amount of blight up that you can uh so there has to make be that much of a difference yeah yeah there has to be like a big difference right lara that's what you're saying like is it are you saying that if you're gonna have blight like then there should be like this big massive like maybe not what it is now maybe or <laughs> last week but like there should be this difference between like the base damage and then like the is that what you're kind of saying no, yeah, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to feel that I'm getting blight. I, I, I just didn't really feel that as I was like stacking up these stacks that my health was actually getting reduced. There's just like this tiny number. Um, mm. You know, if I'm, if I'm going in and if I would have a trait like Kruf says, um, where you just get like less base vitality, I would kind of know. But now I'm in a situation where I don't really know how much health I've got. That's kind of what it feels like. Would it be better to have, like, a, just your normal health and then just have the reduced... I, I mean, maybe you could do it like this. Like, you know, with and do it like barrier, but then you've got the number of your health, but, like, then that num- the section of your health is just empty or is a different color. And then yeah, it's exactly. just like, this is your health, and then this is just this cross, <laughs> sorry, I don't know, or a skull, where right? it's just like, there's no... I don't know. That sounds rubbish. Yeah, that's, but, that's, that's kind of what I would love to say. It's, it's a if bit more visual, right? To the top, you could probably do something with the bottom portion of it, because the number is already there. Yeah, just add, like, one. a little graphic oh, to, yeah. like, approach yeah. up. It just goes up. Something that would be more, yeah, but be very much more visual, because the game or, is just or visual. Or swap right? them. Barrier applies to the bottom while decrease, because it kind of... Yeah, you could swap them. Yeah, 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 that makes <laughs> now sense. Now we're like fine tuning, like if we worked in arena. Yeah, but no, like that's <laughs> the kind of. I like, I like those discussions because they're like you know that helps. I feel like I feel like the they watch this sometimes and there is some feedback that they hopefully take and I think that's you know sensible to give like feedback rather than just say you know that was awful, that was terrible. God, <laughs> what the f- 
the f was that you know that just was just bad the whole thing i like, just don't even say why you didn't like it i like, don't even say anything don't give any feedback at all that's the worst feedback don't do that everyone i also think for harbinger i have a whole video where i fully redesigned harbinger more than the other elite specs so i go into much more detail but i think one aspect about harbinger that i think could be spec defining is if you could use elixirs in harbinger shroud with different effects kind of like harbinger shroud turning into your tool belt where now the elixirs have a different effect but they would share the same cooldown so you'd have to kind of be more strategic with how you use the elixirs rather than just a boon button that you get boons and blight Mm -hmm. i think that is like the one almost like obvious thing that they i would have loved to have seen come with harbinger and I think it would make elixirs more interesting because I, I've heard so many times that elixirs just feel like boon buttons. And like, that's never the most fun play style, especially when you don't have to like, you know, care about your timing. You yeah. don't have to aim them. You don't have to like wait for an opportunity to get the most boons. It's Funny. kind of just pop it and boom. You said that last, the, uh, last week and I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Um, and... I, and then when you said it, I was like, yeah, you're completely right. You're like, we've engineered. You do get these transforms. You get the stealth. You get the cool little, yeah. you know, with Elixir S, you do turn small. That's a mini, like you turn mini. And I was like, I forgot about that because I don't use them in PvP. I just use the <laughs> most offensive ones. I mean, I, Elixir S does get used by a lot of people. And I use Elixir X every day, but I guess I take it for granted. But there are these big transforms that do occur. And it's a random one with the Elite. And you turn people into mowers with the fifth skill, like with the fifth tool belt skill. That's a massive ability that you use all the flipping time in PvP. Um, and yeah, I think that's a really good idea. I think turning into Shroud, maybe, or or just having another way to like you know turn them into a transform or something, or just changing mm-hmm. the base ability of what it is and just being like you know you have this extra part that grows out of you or something and you do this like just something like would be called very necro because like blight is about is like whenever you look up blight on the internet it's sort of like about a disease on plants and stuff and like fungi and like yeah. that kind of thing and i'm like well what if you just got all this random crap all over you i don't know that because it's zaitan cool. magic the last of us shouldn't this have oh. been more dr- you can, I, I grabbed a screen grab, but when you use Vital Draw on Harbinger Shroud, Zaitan pops up above you. But, what? like, yeah. So, Wait, like, Zai, I grabbed it, I took a screen grab. I can find it on Twitter. But, I thought um, you were just with use, Zaitan. When you use Vital Draw, a, a, a graphic of Zaitan appears above you. So, really? I already caught, it's like a little bit of, um, I'll post it in the Discord. Isn't the Twitter? A little, a little bit of Zaitan lore could be attached to the Harbinger. But yeah, Blight is weird because it's like associated with like plants and like living things. Wait, was that like... a bug? I thought that was like you had no. a had thingy behind you. No, that's not a bug. That's like a graphic that when you use the skill. Which, what, when you go into it? When you go into Harbinger Shroud and you use Vital Draw, the fifth skill. Yeah. Um, oh, is that the thing in the middle? Above the character. And then you've got the spikes going around like you've got on the side, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh. That is, like, um, wow. Nice oh. catch. Zaitan bomb. That is a good catch. <laughs> that is, like, like literally, like, I thought you were just with Zaitan somehow. And that you'd just taken it with them. Yeah, I'm going to show you now. I'm just getting it fixed, sorted out. I am the Nancy Drew of the Arena Net Guild Wars 2 community. I will scavenge and comb the desert. 
There you go, zoom in. Zoom in. Oh, look at that. Zooming in. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that makes it. Like, I can't believe that. I never saw that, though, when, I, when it came out. I guess I'm just in PvP, just bashing I, things. But, like, I would see it. I would only see the eyes, and I never knew what it was. And then when I was, like, taking screenshots for a video, and I was like, I timed it perfectly. And I was like, oh, this is ITAM. I hadn't seen it before. Now that... Nice one. <laughs> if there's one Which other one? thing about Harbinger, um, I really hope they change the icons for the elixirs. Uh, like, yeah. there's so much incredible icon art that they've done for the new elite specs. I, I love some of the ones on Willbender. I really like the ones on Virtuoso. And then it feels like uh, it feels like Harbinger just kind of got the same one recolored a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I and I saw some people with like color blindness talking about how they couldn't distinguish them properly and stuff. I yeah. I hope that uh, that that does get changed. I put that on Twitter. I was like, they, mm -hmm. this, someone needs to change this because of color blindness. There's loads of people with color blindness yeah. like who commented on that tweet as well. Yeah, it's, so it's not very accessible. They'll change and I've heard that. People say <laughs> like, oh, they'll just memorize the positioning of their skills, but like I playing this game for so long and i still look at my ui i still look at where my skills are just like just for like oh yeah cooldown to, to connect stuff it. And so everything else. i think yeah. it is very important not for just like necro aesthetic reasons but also for just like better visualization yeah. of what your skills are yeah i'm a skill clicker so if i don't see the picture that i want to click i'm clicking the wrong thing <laughs> so, i'm not afraid to admit that all right i click skills do what you want, play the game you want to play. 90% of you in PvP clicking my skills. Imagine if I hotkeyed. Esports, here I come. <laughs> oh my god. What's the thing? <laughs> yeah. Steal all the Debro's builds, make them famous, be like, oh yeah, I made those. Yeah, just do it. You, <laughs> go, on, you go on Shiro Rev, so it's like the most complicated rotation. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to do this. For step 38, now you're going to hit your sixth utility yet again. But this time, I kind of do that. Amazing. Was there anything else oh, yeah. in the? Uh, <laughs> was there anything else in? Um... Oh, good lord! Where'd you go, Jabra? The elite specializations. Oh, I was just looking at um, my Twitter <laughs> for like, like just replies to the uh, thing image. It didn't happen. So, chat. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, are we done with the elite specializations? Are we good? Talking about Willbender, so. the Harbinger, Virtuoso is fun thematically. I enjoy it, but the yeah. traits, the I, the traits are probably my least favorite. It mm. felt very bland, uninspired. Yeah. A little bit. I I honestly found all of the traits, not necessarily the traits being like uninspired, but I I noticed that they were doing this thing where. It would very much be like, oh, the top row is the power traits, the the middle row is the conny traits, and the bottom row is like the support traits. Mm. I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, oh, okay. Why is that? I think it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like nice and easy to memorize, I guess. <laughs> I like when there's <laughs> a bit of a trade-off. <laughs> it felt like it was so obvious, like, oh, if you're making a power build, like again, coming from my PVE perspective, uh, I just kept thinking like, there's no reason. You're ever going to pick the Condi traits or the support traits when you're playing a power build. Um, 
I thought that was a little bit less interesting. I, I kind of prefer that sometimes there's like an interesting choice, but it very much felt like you can build it one of three ways. And I, I didn't see too many like interesting choices um, just in that trade. Mm. Okay. Completely agree. I kind of but liked still, that. Probably my favorite. I kind of <laughs> liked it. I kind of liked it for for Harbinger for the support lines. I guess. I guess maybe I was like, I yeah. I don't know. I get, I think I kind of like because I know they wanted to try and do that maybe for new players to make it easier for them to track. Like, if you want to be power, then Condi and everything else. But then I'm like, yeah. Then it kind of makes your trait lines look a bit boring. Like it <laughs> doesn't be much. Like you know, there's not much. Maybe it doesn't feel. Maybe it feels a little bit more linear rather than you can kind of go everywhere and maybe yeah. make your character a little bit more. I, I don't I know. Have, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean. I like what you're saying, but because it's like with elite specs, I want them to specify into like one role, one or two roles that they can do. But even still, like I want within the traits there to be a, a more interesting choice. Because with virtuoso, it's like if you're gonna go block do all the top if you're gonna do power just do all the middle but with firebrand even like the the master tier there was like elements of power that you can go in either directions like i could take yeah. this trait and still do my build i can also take this trait and mm -hmm. get a, a little extra out of this area so it wasn't so one way so, it wasn't so strict yeah. is what you're saying uh, right yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like boom do that do mm. that you're not really gonna like think about it yeah, that's true. It's, it's not a lot of flexibility in terms of theory crafting. It's the same with engineer, that, actually. Sorry, Gonzo. I think that's what hurt Virtuoso the most is that people didn't discover by doing bleeding in your power build, you could actually do more DPS power-wise. Mm. Because you chose mm. a, bottom trait, a top trait and a bottom. I don't remember exactly what they were. You could build your blades up almost as fast as you were losing them without having to use utility skills. So you could use those utility skills to either keep yourself alive or whatever it was. But as soon as I discovered that, when I was messing around with Virtuoso, because I was so comfortable with it, I actually decided, well, what happens in this combination? But my big thing was, I can't get enough blades on my character. How do I fix that? Well, bleeds, you know, five stacks of bleeds. But as of right now, I don't know if they're going to keep it this way. If the bleed mm -hmm. stack drops to four, then goes back up to five, you get the blade. So if it goes four, five, four, five, four, five, you get all your blades back. So that might be a design problem. But at the same time, if you have... Uh, outside of the virtuoso traits that your pistol does bleeds on crit and you're already running such a high crit, you just hit that four skill, all five blades back, and then you can hit them again or use them for whatever advantage blocks or whatever it is. So I don't know. I did, I did feel like the traits for all three <laughs> of the elite specs, they sort of, they lined it up, but it's a lie to you. They're lying to you to do that. <laughs> Not particularly. What? I don't think there's a lie. I mean, I like, if you look at the other traits, you may like have cake? a better combination. And by them doing that, it's going to make people not theorycraft themselves, which can hurt them. But at the same time, I wonder if they're... Because I hate the dumbing down of all that kind of stuff. Because I feel like it does make a worse player... Because you're not going to read through the traits. You're not going to decide what's best for you if you suddenly realize, oh, this is all power up here. I'm running a power build. I'm just going to yeah. do the top line instead of going, ah, uh, yeah. I need yeah. to read these carefully just in case I wanted a different effect here. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but 
I, I, do I know feel what you, like you're saying. I, if you make it so so easy and so like like that for every class, then there's an expectation it's going to be like that for every trait line anyway, and then people might just go for that. I newer players and players that play the game more casually, and it, it it's not then it's making it intuitive in a way, but not in the way where you know it's actually like that for every trait line, and people might just end up playing random stuff, and they'll just be like, yeah, top lines power, middle lines condition damage, bottom line support, and that's the same thing for every trait line. And I guess if new players come into End of Dragons, they're going to get that assumption, maybe. Um, but but hopefully they read that stuff. <laughs> but even worse, though, like the old traits don't do that, you know? No. So, like, you come into the some game and... Do now. They've changed some of them. Yeah, Scrap but a example. lot of them don't. If you don't read them carefully, you don't know what you're running. Yeah, you get a potato. You're yourself, and, and then you see that player out there dying, and you're like, what's happening to that guy but it turns out he, <laughs> he thinks he's got to get shrunk as an engineer i do that in pvp happening. all the time i'm just like <laughs> what is happening to that person so much right now that they're doing what they're doing because they're going far <laughs> yeah i need to stop doing that because <laughs> it's making you're me sad get stability without that trait and you didn't take it buddy and you're just getting thrown <laughs> around you need to come back come yeah. come back strange Strange that you have to run a condi. They're, they're lying. It's conspiracy. <laughs> I don't. Okay, just like I don't think they're lying. I think that people happen to stumble upon these like broken interactions because I cannot see that coming into the live game where you have maximum blade uptime. I do not think that that is like intentional design because oh, yeah. all the other grandmasters focus on blade generation, but they're so much slower. So like. I, Broken it's, it's so strange. Perfection. I you disagree. say perfection, I say uh, questionable decisions. But mm. <laughs> it is, yeah, I think virtuoso the traits need a little bit of a, a second, a second pass, a little bit. A second pass on the virtuoso the traits. There we go. Um, I enjoyed them all. I, I think you know, for for what it was for a beta as well. I think if they'd had not put these in front of us first before bringing them out for end of dragons that would have been a mistake <laughs> like that would oh. have been i am glad that they did that um because i feel like we have now given them a ton of data that they can take away and be like cool actual people have used this in the live game and it's not just our like alpha squad um and that's good because like they've used it in world v world and pvp like maybe even people have gone into competitive they've used it in raid situations they've been playing it every day like people are on different regions different ideas different people with different you know ways of playing they play dps they play support they blah 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 um and then hopefully you know they get all that day and they give us something you know good even i wonder if they're going to change i would like patch notes from yeah. the specific yeah. elite beta they've had to what they bring out in the last one now whether or not they'll change them i don't know um obviously going to change them from now hopefully until you know end of dragon's release but whether or not they'll change them in the interim i mean there should be there might there must be right i mean that's their job like yeah. their skills and balance um that's what they're going to be working on so hopefully they're working on that balance and there's going to be changes for the last one but i would like patch notes yeah, um, to see those changes. At least patch notes before the fourth one. I yeah. feel like we'll get a full rundown yeah. of all the changes, big changes to small changes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, they've still got like six months, right? Like they've still got so yeah. much time to to keep tweaking these. Uh, I would not be surprised if any of them ends up being maybe not completely different, but just feeling very different. Um, they they can still do so much with this. Now I wonder if they are actively tweaking these next three sets based off of the reactions from the first oh. <laughs> I wonder if they're like currently in a bit of a cram right now to be like, you, okay, babe. so that didn't work in the last one. So let's, let's do these. And then we'll have like completely different reaction to these three. And that'll, that'll alter the last three elite specs. Or if they're this like, you know what? a bit too much like Will Bender. No. Yeah, or like, they fully could be like, we have these nine done. We're going to just wait for all the data to be collected on them. It's interesting because do you think that they they put those out, the three out that we had because they were the most polished or because maybe they were the least polished no, and they needed I more think ideas? They're all done. I think I, they're all done. Not done, I but polished. They, like I polished, mean, right? when Path of Fire came out, they came out and said they did not like what Scourge was. They, they weren't sure they were going to release Scourge as it was for path of fire and it shows that they probably should have tested it long before i i'm sure they <laughs> Whereas did now it's it. probably the most played in like every piece of yeah. content there is. yeah it was far too powerful <laughs> until more recently when they finally balanced it they tried Still before but people Still back so hard. but yeah i think these were the ones they weren't <laughs> sure about maybe yeah. and they were like because blight is a way different mechanic than we've ever seen will mm. Bender's doing things mechanically that other classes sort of do but it's definitely different because yeah, it spins around a bit that, more yeah and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then virtuoso there doesn't feel like there's a whole lot with it it feels yeah. very simple compared to the other two in my opinion so maybe they were like, is this good enough sort of thing? Mm -hmm. And I think maybe the next ones we're going to get are a little more complex, a little more polished, and things they probably enjoyed making more. And then, of course, the last three are going to be like, yeah, we had these done two years ago. And then, Yeah, because the last two, they won't have as much time to really like think about and collect data and fix them. So they're, these three were probably the most where they're like, we don't know how we feel about them. You guys want to give mm -hmm. us back love feedback? So I hope the last three... I feel like the last three kind of have to be really solid to like, because if the last three are like even more poorly received, that's going to be like, I'm going to feel bad because it's going to be like, oh, you don't have as much time. Like, and if, if you can just focus all the, your effort on those three before release, it's like, but we'll have to wait and see. Those last three are going to be really. Well, we think six months is a long time, but it's not. No, <laughs> it's going to go by real fast, especially it when is. they're like still working and like finishing the story, the maps, encounters, still summer music. As well. still, I mean, they're like, still recording hmm. music. There's so, a like, holiday in between. Are... There's yeah, yeah. You've got COVID stuff still going on. We don't know if they're in the office or if they're. Yeah, you know, and a lot of that actually would have been made. And and to be honest, you know, something that maybe like, I and in terms of like mental health, because I always like to chuck a little bit of a mental health moment into thinking about these things, like the disconnection that. Um, it, and this is an interesting point actually, which I haven't made at all. Actually, and just thinking about it, the disconnection between maybe the classes in the disconnection in the some of the classes we were talking about you know will bender maybe more um will bender probably and um harbinger a little bit more is the fact that they have been working very separately at home 
on their specs major on majority they haven't been working in the office together they haven't been able to you know peer over each other's shoulders go to lunch like natter about these things work out have these little interactions that are important in person to have and i'm not saying that you can't have them online and everything else because i think people do have meaningful interactions online as well but not in the same way as like you know literally oh that's cool yeah like (laughs) what sorry we're definitely not doing that right now (laughs) i mean yeah i mean yeah i mean but like you know and it's not as easy like in person it's definitely more of a that literal connection and i feel like there there is maybe some of that that might have been influencing you know how these kind of specs come together you know there's that disconnection between the people maybe in literally not being able to be present with each other and then you've got that maybe within these builds so it's worth thinking about all this kind of stuff and how and i'm not saying this is going to be a bad thing it's going to never negatively impact the expansion but it's going to be interesting to see all of this content coming together all these different things that's been produced during COVID. like it's it's an expansion produced during COVID 19 and like being separated as much as they have it's not just you know a living story and a map because that kind of stuff you know it's a lot smaller it's a lot smaller it's you know it's a map and a story and okay that's difficult in in a sense to complete that we know how you know icebridge saga went as well for a lot of people and how they felt about that but then how is that going to work with an entire expansion and that's good that just kind of yeah i actually that's a really interesting I, point good in or bad i don't other, know but like you know in terms of other areas of the game i remember uh commenting this to my friend during the elite specs i was like some it was either Vir- harbinger or virtuoso i was like i feel like this elite spec was made by five different people it didn't feel like it was one cohesive group that fulfilled and polished and finished an elite spec i was like there are a lot of conflicting Mm. ideas here and that was only in in perspective of the elite specs but there's other things like open world encounters strike missions the narrative itself i think is the most kind of crucial aspect i hope they were really having major team meetings always talking and having that communication because if the story falls flat i mean we can always say that no matter if the gameplay is amazing people will still play it but there are for guild wars 2 a historic reputation and there's a large player base that really cherishes that story aspect so if the story begins to feel like spider webbed a little bit it's going to be a little we have no i hope i have faith that it'll be fine but you know there's these things that we do have to think about and how covid can and separation can impact these game development processes yeah and it's not necessarily like you know i don't think that's a lot of their fault because you know we've seen loads of stuff just go up the creek completely you know like cd project red completely completely lost the plot you know they overworked their stuff the game is completely broken and they're only just getting around to finishing it. It's been out for what, half a year or more than that. Be, right? This could mean that the story might not be as complex. They could, for safety reasons, they could be sticking with a pretty, like, just linear, straight narrative, which I think would be smarter. But once again, we don't know if this situation has, like, greatly impacted their way of telling stories. But is it, that's a really interesting idea. I think a safer bet, if I was in charge, I'd be like, we're going to stick with this one narrative, this one straightforward uh, situation and really just pol- polish that. I actually have a lot of faith in, in the story stuff that they're doing. 
um it just feels like all the the sort of the hints that they're giving us um to me it just feels like they have got everything figured out and they're just giving yeah. us these tiny bits right and they know exactly who's talking in that trailer they know exactly who that character is and that and this pull threads and this pull threads i'm really really excited about the story um but again because i'm that excited it's also easier to disappoint maybe yeah <laughs> so far like they're everything that they're teasing just you know I, I think I think Kruv, I think you know a lot about this because I think you did a you did like a trailer analysis at some point. Yeah, I did a, a very deep dive into the trailer and the dialogue. Like I think everyone's just kind of like imagining just like huge enormous things, right? Yeah. Because so far, honestly, the story we barely even know anything. <laughs> we don't really know why <laughs> we're going to Canva. We don't really know what the situation is over there. It's just been like breadcrumbs, and we're trying to piece together this this like sandcastle of everything that's happening. But it's it's gonna be difficult to live yeah. up to the expectations that they're setting, especially with these really impressive story traders that they're doing. Especially because I think was such a it was such a hard end. There was no sense of an epilogue, though we are getting some yeah. Kaimi and and uh, Gorik. It'll feel like that was intentional, though. Jump. They wanted to just oh, get probably. it done. They weren't. They weren't. Right. No, they, yeah, they, they were definitely like getting that done. But Josh Davis, of... Colin came back. Like they were like, we're going to an expansion. Yeah. F this. But like they were just like done. Narrative thread. <laughs> in terms of containing the narrative thread, we haven't really had an elite spec end in this manner, or not an elite spec, a season elite end. Spec, in this manner. Yeah. Because season two bled into the expansion very seamlessly. Season three into Path of Fire. Four was a bit of a strange era because they didn't know if that was going to be the end of Guild Wars 2, but they kept going. Uh, so this also feels like a hard cap right now. Yeah. So to see if there will be little bits of breadcrumbs in terms of a prologue before End of Dragons. Because I feel like you'd have to really have a large setup. To I mean, go we did. I mean, we had, we had like... I mean, we do yeah. had we had two dragons like, dying. I guess that's kind yeah, of the yeah. lead. What happened after that? What? Yeah, the bubbles. Like Lara yeah. told us, like you know, months ago. It's the bubbles. The that's the link. That's the link. <laughs> What's happening? But this is the end of the era of dragons. So whatever they do with the story, I I have to agree that it might be a little more linear that what we're used to. But there's going to be those threads that spin off as they as they've done with the previous stuff but right now they're snipping the old threads off right so mm -hmm. i'm sure when colin came back he's like the dragons aren't dead yet i'm sure that's probably a conversation they had to have how can we make a game last another 10 years how can we make this game last another 20 years if we're gonna we're gonna make an mmo in the long haul the story's gonna have to change in a direction with enough story material that it can't just be these dragons dying because we've done that Dragon died, dragon died. Then they threw in a god because they were so tired of like, oh, dragons. Uh. But just imagine you get yeah. done with the god and then end you're of like, gods. oh, you're there's, more, the end of there's gods. four more dragons. <laughs> but, the, but that's just it. Whatever the story is, they're going. Mm. it's going to be the basis to whatever's going to happen the next 10 years or whatever. And I'm sure 
I'm sure there's going to be a lot of dialogue we're going to have to pay attention to, a lot of introduction to characters we're going to know for a while, and then we're going to lose some characters that we probably don't want to lose, but it's necessary to end that era of dragon, 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 blah, 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 when there has to be now a bigger threat than just dragons dying and the world may explode because of it. Um, mm. There now has to be a villain. There has to be villains that make sense to the situation that aren't just appearing because lore once said they were there. Now we're going to be introduced to villains that are probably new. We don't know who they are or why they're doing the things that they're doing. And we get we finally, as players, get to discover something that wasn't there ever and that's going to be that's going to be the the story that's going to be where they throw the rock per se but it doesn't mean that rock isn't going to land and and have ripples and that kind of thing i think it's like, probably... said the rock i was like it'd be random is that something people don't say anymore in a story, you throw a rock. All yeah, right, no, no, no. I thought you meant the actual rock. I was just joking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't but anyways, it would be. It's going to be really interesting where the story arcs and that kind of stuff at this point. But I do think they have stated there's going to be a little bit of stuff before we get to the expansion that will help, hopefully, ease us into it. Because it, I, I'm afraid that the the expansion otherwise would just hit you in the face like. Oh, yeah, we're done with all that old stuff, and then you're just going to feel like this emptiness behind you. But I do feel like Tiny and Gorik are going to set up whatever's whatever's coming, because that's the whole point of all this, uh, going back and playing the living world stuff, um, is to re-experience what we've experienced as a character. Not, not as a player alone, but the character itself going back and seeing what has changed or whatever, um, using our memories and the scrying pool to get us to a place where we're obviously going to discover some kind of trouble or something too interesting not to go after. Because we do know there's a six dragon, but our character doesn't know anything about it except that its name starts with an S, as far as they've told us. But the, even that could be wrong. They could change that pretty easily yeah. at this point. I mean, Steve. they changed Gleam to last. The... So. Mm. Steve the dragon, Steve. <laughs> Oh, I'm like just so excited to see what like a post end of Dragon's World looks like. Um, I'm like really excited just about like the story in End of Dragons. Seems really interesting with the Dragon Jades and everything. And I want to go to Canfa. I'm super nostalgic about Canfa because we've never really seen like 2021 Arena Net like create an entirely new continent which was not like established before in Guilders One. Mm. We've never really seen them like. You know, we we've been doing this dragon again, story for like so long. Oh, so, so long. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see like when when you get all these creative people at Arena and you get all of them together and you're like, you get to come up with a new continent, you get to come up with a new threat. It doesn't have to be dragons anymore. It can just be whatever the heck you want. I, I wanna see what they come up with. Um so big excited for End of Dragons, but I'm kinda almost even more excited for what they do after. I am too. I kind of want Dragon's Watch to be disbanded. Give me a fresh cast of characters. Well, if there's no dragons, then what are they watching? Exactly. Exactly. Now we're just called for a, them to. We're just called Watch now. Move <laughs> called... beyond. Move beyond. Move through and beyond. We'll be on like, God Watch or something. Let's go to Zoteka. Let's like let's go to another continent on the globe or something that we've never talked about. So 
I they'll I'm have to rebrand a bit I'm I mean look at the logo like you know like, God, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a flipping dragon I mean you know I mean, what are they gonna do um but I think uh interesting hearing what you're saying Zorik and, and Laura about like you know the future as well in terms of um the distant future and what that's what they're going to set up with that but like thinking about past mmos because i think recently when a lot of people heard end of dragons they thought end of guild wars 2 right and then colin came out during the preview the big long preview and said you know and i've clipped this and i've put this in different places on on twitter and everything else you know this is not the the end of guild wars 2 and if anything it's a rebirthing and then also reimagining of where you know the guild wars 2 story arc can go if it's completely um you know, if it's completely dipping out of the whole dragon idea, you know, where, where are we going to go? Are there going to be more stories about around the cultures and the races of interior? Are we going to end up going to brand new places we've never been before, like Lara's saying, you know, and exploring, and Chris uh, saying, sorry, about exploring brand new places? Um, but then they all, and they know, and they, there's an expectation, there's a definite feeling now that they feel like this is going to be around for, like Zorik said, another 10 years or so, you know, at least. And and they know that the MMOs can do that because World of Warcraft has done it. You know, like all of these old MMOs before World of Warcraft have done it and are still doing it and are on cell phones and are on these new like devices. You know, there's Steam, there's the Steam flipping controller coming out. You know, what happens when Guild Wars 2 goes onto Steam? Like, do you know what I mean? Like you're gonna be able to play you're gonna be able to play Guild Wars 2 on your handheld device. Like all this kind of stuff. Like thinking about the future, like Guild Wars 2 is totally doable, and World of Warcraft redid their da- graphics. You know, other games have done that; they've updated. Like, if they can do that and implement all this technology, like DirectX 11, and then you know, get into a place where they redesign some of the models so that maybe they can fit the armor better and it doesn't clip. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just thought I'd add that on as a random side thing. Um, you know, it, it's going to help the longevity of the game, and they have to develop that. And the art style of Guild Wars 2 is very friendly to. It's a bit like Wild Style was better because it's a bit more cartoony, and obviously World of Warcraft lasted for a long time. And then, then they had to up, upgrade just because, like, resolution has improved since, you know, 360p or whatever it was. And because you, know, yeah. you, you have to just increase, you have to increase the pixels at the very least. Um, but with Guild Wars 2, I think it was in that happy place where, you know, I think it still looks great today, but there is some points in the game where you're a bit like, that kind of looks a bit dated, and this kind of looks a bit dated, and then there's these other new tech that they've kind of thrown in, and you're like, wow, this almost looks like a different game to a degree, and that's good, and that's just the evolution of tech and um, and everything else that comes along with design anyway, and art, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I'm hoping that in the future, there isn't just... And and there is, you know, a in, big inference with this, with the tech that comes along with it. So, like, like DirectX 11, bringing all these different things in. And, and just, I'm excited for that, as a, along with what kind of what you're all saying, the tech side of it. Improving stability, getting World v. World to a place where, you know, a lot more people can get involved with their friends in on in alliances, and that can be changed up. Like putting more attention to the system because they definitely want to put more focus on world v world right so i'm excited yeah it's almost bizarre how there's these two really huge features like DirectX 11 and alliances and those aren't even really part of like the expansion conversation you know <laughs> all just like sitting here being excited about something that's just coming around the same time hopefully yeah so excited Hmm, that's true. We haven't even talked about alliances. 
<laughs> we didn't talk about it. We, we can talk about it quickly. Um, like a long conversation. Alliances. It's the one thing I'm looking forward to. I mean, the moment, the moment that they started talking alliances and everybody had lost faith. I it was the it was the one thing that was out of character for me. Every time Anet did something wrong, I'm like, they're killing the game. It's over. Salt throwing it. <laughs> But like when they started talking alliances, I'm like, yeah, you need this system. And I kept believing. I believed hard. I'm like, no, they're going to make it. It's going to happen. People kept naysaying me. And then I started to waver at the end. I was like, yeah, maybe maybe it's not going to happen. But then I kid you not, like a month later, when they announced alliances, I'm like, salvation, just everything great about life coming to me finally. Like, I'm not kidding. I was going to quit next <laughs> I was going to quit Guild Wars 2. I'm going to say it. Mm. I was going to walk away, just new, do new content. Do the new content, living world stuff, that kind of stuff, but pretty much not really log into the game anymore. But now with <sighs> alliances and all that, somebody told them and they're like, well, Angry Zork can't quit. We can't have that. <laughs> so they're like, what's the one thing he wants more than anything? And then somebody's like, hey, Josh Davis, alliances. Chicken nuggets. And, okay. <laughs> okay, chicken nuggets, yes. <laughs> Um, but uh, they can't feed me that because quarantine I mean, and that all pandemic okay. going on. They just have a so. really, really long spatula. <laughs> but anyhow, they came out with alliances, and I felt so vindicated in the sense that this this game mode that we have fought so hard to get noticed, and and they were trying things with that we're finally getting a system, I really do, as long as they follow up and, you know, fix the game mode as a whole, um, you know, what rewards mean, how do, how do players interact with the game mode. But if they can get this alliance system to work, then we can probably look forward to changes in the infrastructure of World versus World that play better to, you know, late night play versus, you know, the po most popular time, you Friday at reset or whatever it is. Um, and then alliances have been something that people have wanted since the beginning of the game, uh, just to get guilds together and pull resources and that kind of thing. And finally to have it in front of me and even preparing for it long, a long time ago, my guildies can probably tell you, like, I've already talked to other guilds. I've already spoke about them like two years ago. I think it was the last update or something like that, yeah. but I've never given up hope that it's going to happen. So now to see that, I've just, my brain, full gears, smoke out the ears, everything. I started connecting with people I haven't talked to in a long time. I'm like, hey, do you want to build this? Do you want to make something so when alliances come out, we can get that system in place um, and that kind of thing. And it's, it's great because it's not, it's not about playing the game anymore. It's about the community. It's about mm. getting together with the people again, having conversations on Discord and just, you know, that social side that I've sort of, that's fallen away that's kept me in the game and i think yeah. that's why i felt like i, was, mm -hmm. I wanted to quit because mm -hmm. i just didn't have that anymore i felt like i was doing a lot of work but not getting a return join us in raids mates come and yeah. join us weekly yeah guild content yes it's right though zorik you're right you're dead you're dead right about that i feel like there is a lot of disconnection a lot of the time and i feel like you're right about alliances i because that's why i stopped playing world v world back in the day that was after year one because the server pride got lost and got completely wrecked um it was just annihilated completely like all of the we had like discords and we i think it was mumble back then but like we had so yeah. much 
communication going on and websites of people like you know with builds and like talking about our armies and all of this kind of stuff like there was so much that went on like it was so epic it was like it was like warhammer online back in the day and i think obviously because let discord wasn't a thing you know mumble was just a literal like communication platform you know like Teamspeak, like that's what they are they're not like what like discord is where you can have everything in one place essentially with discord you don't even need to have like guild websites anymore which is kind of sad um but in a way like it's just easier because i remember you know guild websites i used to love the hell out of those you know you'd have your own forum you'd be talking on there that's where you'd be talking and then you'd go on to team speak and everything else um for, for like your kind of events but yeah i agree like the bringing that community aspect back is is really really important and i actually think that goes along with fishing as well like fishing is going to bring a lot of that even if just like small parties of people I just gonna be on discourse, just hanging out, you know, just in like just an extra thing, you know. What did you say, Grace? Sorry. I said life is a circle. It is. We always bring it back to the fish, to the skiff, <laughs> to the aqua, the aquatic. Only we have underwater content. Maybe so. they'll even bring in some more guild missions. Who knows? Guild oh, strike instruments. Wow, fix the guild Ooh. panel UI. Will they do it? Man, that hasn't been updated. Nine. Shall we see it? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think we are probably good to uh, to exit from the from the uh, podcastness. We're probably good to finish. Bye. Unless anyone wanted to add anything else, I don't think there's anything else to talk about specifically. Uh, it was a good one. It was a good one, yeah. Lo and like random stuff Solid. coming up during as well. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh Thank you everyone Loved for watching. It. Exactly. Um, okay. Before we go, please check out the Lightbringers podcast. Everyone who is listening, watching, hearing this, wherever you are, Twitch, YouTube, Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, all the stuff. Make sure you also check out all of our uh, podcasters' guests today that came in. We're going to go through and say uh, that everyone's going to say a little bit about themselves quickly before we go, what they do, where they do it, and the timings. Kruf, starts oh. off. Let's go. Hi, everyone. So, like, I'm an Aries. Oh, God. I'm 20. I live in California. I love long I walks pee. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never need to pee. <laughs> My name is Kruf. I do a lot of YouTube stuff. I make videos on Elite Specs builds, trailer analyses, gameplay stuff, guides, all that. I also stream here on Twitch two days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, and yes, I love the community. I love Guild Wars 2. Huge, huge fan. All the stuff. I've loved chatting with you guys on chat. Here on the podcast, thank you so much for inviting me once again. It was lovely talking to you, Laura and Angry Zork. It's so much fun. But yes, thank you, everyone amazing thank you as well Kruf awesome to have you back once again and that uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well that was <laughs> Laura tell us about yourself very quickly and also where you do where you do it where can we find you and all the things you do thanks for having me on the podcast I, I had a great time uh, I stream over on Twitch TV slash Lorenity uh, almost every single weekday uh, usually like around EU evenings or I guess like America mornings in a sense mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I'm also over on youtube.com slash Lorenity where I do 
videos on whatever the heck I feel like, and I'm not on TikTok and because music. I'm too old for that. Um, what do you mean you don't? <laughs> I'm going to be your social media manager. We'll start it. We'll start a TikTok. I'm going to be the TikTok. TikTok idea for Guild Wars 2. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Is there much of a TikTok Guild Wars 2 community? No, but I'm going to spearhead it. I'm on there Hell, on yeah. TikTok. But tell us more about yourself. Is there anything else you need us to know? Need the people to know to check you out? Don't think so. Uh, I, I have Twitter as well, and I post pictures of my cat. That That's honestly my best content. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, if you want. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you very much. It's awesome to have you here, Lara. We'll be back as well as crew in the future. Legends. And then finally, we have Angry Zorik. Tell us about yourself. What all the things? Where you do it? Where you do it? Who? If? On the days? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go somewhere else with that, but it's not that kind of show. <laughs> I just say, thank you for having me here again. I appreciate it, crew. Lara, you're amazing. I appreciate it. Jebro, you're all right. I know your content uh you can find me uh the twitch and and youtube doing live stuff i i do randomizers i play other games besides guild wars 2 yeah i know i'm horrible but i play a lot of guild wars 2 um big pve -er. um maybe one day world versus worlder again we'll see what the mm. lines are uh but uh that's pretty much it i'm on the twitters if you want to check that out and we have a community discord and things like that but I'm the saltiest, angriest person on Twitch, and don't be surprised if I'm a little louder in other places. <laughs> but that's very much it. Yeah, appreciate it. Amazing to have you here, my friend, as well. And I am finally the last person, JebraUnity, twitch.tv slash JebraUnity. Same on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Come and check out the stuff, the content, the, all the bits and pieces. Do it. Do it all. Um, also listen to the podcast on your favorite audio websites maybe Spotify, iTunes uh, available on your favorite podcasting places as well if you want to buy the um, pre-purchased Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons you can do it in the description below or somewhere and each one of us will have a link underneath where you can do that as well we'll get that information to you I'm going to go because I need to go to the bathroom thank you so much for watching you, <laughs> I'll see, we'll see you next time on the bye Lightbringers bye. podcast. Thanks so much for watching. Take care. Bye, bye, -bye. everybody. Vroom, vroom, Charlie XCX.